All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Pirate CSG podcast, episode number 10. I am your host, A7X Fan Ben, here with God Mason. And Hello. today we have a special guest, Xerix. And uh, he's just going to introduce himself a little bit. This is his first time on the podcast. Hello, everyone. Nice to finally make it to one of these. Been meaning to, but uh, situations either um, didn't line up or I was otherwise engaged. So it's good to be here for this uh, review of uh, Barbary Coast. Yeah, and going to be great. Guest, if yeah. I dare say. Yeah, because exactly. as I was pointing out right before <laughs> the uh, before the podcast started, Xerax's name is one letter off from Zebek, a type of ship that basically resembles a lot of the galleys found in Barbary Coast. Yeah, yeah, ironically the case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I had no cool. idea when I originally crafted the name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So our first it's supposed to be a respelling of a, another character. Yeah. So our first podcast guest, so pretty exciting. And uh, as you've heard by now, we're doing uh, a set review of Barbary Coast. This was the fourth set released by WizKids. It came out in um, 2005. And uh, I like this set. Um, my general comment on it would be that I find it a little bit boring compared to the other um, sets out of the first six released, um, compared to like Revolution or Spanish Main or Davy Jones Curse or even South China Seas and Crimson Coast. I think it, it doesn't really have a lot of... Uh, flashy stuff i don't think it's like a super exciting set but um it makes up for it by being really balanced there's not a lot of op like overpowered stuff in the set and there's also not a lot of really terrible stuff in the set either so it's a good set if even if it doesn't stand out that much the corsairs are the standout part of it they're the next uh had they had one-off factions yet no, mm-hmm. it's so far, yeah, every, I think this was the first every set one. that yeah. I introduced, mm-hmm. you know, the next faction became a permanent part of the game. Yep. So the Corsairs are the first minor faction. They only appear in this set, yep. which makes them a little bit intriguing and, and exciting. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. It, almost, it also limits their viability quite a bit because yep. they lack a lot of the really powerful abilities that were added in the later game. Yeah. Well, absolutely. I would argue that a lot of their ships are cheap. And a lot of their ships are really fast. Yeah. So collections limited, or you have like only a bunch of stuff from Barbary Coast. You can just use the Corsairs to go and run treasure yeah. and do nothing mm-hmm. else with them. Yeah. And then yeah. pair them with your monster gunship from some other set. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they the, did all... get some really remarkable ships. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Of all the, of ships, all the one-off factions, not so much on the crew. Yeah. Of all the one-off factions, they're pretty much the best, especially for gold. So that definitely makes them a pretty good faction, actually. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of underrated because people love combat so much. But all right, so we'll get into it here. Uh, ship number 001, Nubian Prince. I kind of consider this their flagship because it was their first ship in the set, and it's a pretty fitting flagship. Has decent stats overall. Um, one thing I I think about it usually is how the point cost is 15, but it's never really going to be a great gunship or a great gold runner. It's kind of just an expensive option in between those two. Um, it has a really nice ability that's really annoying to go up against, can't be shot at by ships with an Asiver. But overall, I think it's a pretty fitting flagship, if a little bit disappointing uh, as the first Corsair ship in existence, essentially. Personally, I mean, I, I did some research. This is one of only two four-masted ships that has this ability, the other being Le Bonaparte from, I think, Davy Jones' Curse. Yeah. So it deserves some credit for that because that is one of the most powerful defensive abilities in the game. Yep. And even though she has mostly under average firepower, it's enough to make it so that she can do some pretty serious damage to anything she'll go up against. 
Yeah, even though galleys can't ram masts off, that's like the one thing I dislike about galleys that you can't do ram damage with them. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah. it's a pretty good ship. Oh, hang on a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I I've always thought to myself the schooner keyword is a direct upgrade, whereas with a galley you trade the ability to do ram damage for the ability to move while derelict. Yeah. So yeah. it's not a straight upgrade the way say schooner is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Should I uh, hop on to the next one, and then we'll let Zarek start Jackal's Teeth after yep. I do Ivory Star? All right. That's good. So Ivory Star is, uh, it's, it's I guess you could say, pretty similar to, uh, uh, what did we just talk about? Nubian, <laughs> Nubian, Nubian Prince. Nubian Prince. Yeah. It's pretty similar because it, it has the same move and a similar Ooh. defensive ability in kind of the same class, but not quite as good. Um, but because it's got a significantly lower point cost, I think it's probably more justifiable to use. Yeah. I think that's a fair point. Um, yeah. I've never been too impressed with it. The ability is nice. Um, the cargo kind of pretty much limits it to some kind of gunship role, but at that price and with those, two of the cannons are pretty bad. Um, it's just kind of almost like the Nubian Prince is just not great at anything. Um, it's not a bad ship at all, but a little bit just not that great, really. Mm-hmm. Well, I look at the bad cannon, and I see that as a built-in plus one to boards. I think mm-hmm. Wolf mentioned this once somewhere, where it's like the ships that have, like, you know, like the six rank cannon or the five rank cannon. It's like, you know, you don't fire with them, but you use those to help you win a boarding party, maybe. I see it more as, like, a durability thing for me. That's yeah, that's still format. It's durable. But, mm-hmm. All right. You can start All Jackal's right. Teeth when you'd like. All right, Jackal's Teeth. This one's uh, marginally faster than the other two with a S plus L as opposed to S plus S. Uh, the cannons, uh, not particularly brilliant. Uh, cargo, about the same as the Nubian Prince. Overall, it's kind of eh. It's got plus one to boards built in, and the price of that has fluctuated um, as the sets were released. So I'm not sure how that would uh, fit into the ship's point cost. But it's a point more expensive than the Ivory Star, but still cheaper than the Prince. Yeah. Eh, maybe worth using? I don't yeah. know. I think it's pretty decent. Um, the Corsair is... One thing about Galley 2 is uh, you're not pinned after ramming, which is nice in terms of boarding. So I'd, sh- I'd give this ship maybe like a captain and a helmsman, um, or at least a captain. Maybe like a hybrid ship, get some gold from islands, and then you have the speed and the cargo to maybe steal gold from enemy ships, boarding with a base of five, essentially, and then you're not in yeah. after the ram, so it's a decent ship. Or put, yeah, or put a Rouge Barbarossa on here. Yeah, That's what I was thinking. Yeah, A Rouge Barbarossa and maybe a Helmsman is what I'm thinking, mm-hmm. because it's a quick ship, and it's got a great base boarding role, so that seems to be what it's built for to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, although I've seen a lot of builds that put Barbosa or Barbarossa, is it? Yeah, Barbarossa, mm-hmm. yeah. I've seen a lot of builds that put him on the Nubian Prince with a chain shot. Yeah, true. And Ooh. those are really annoying. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's super obnoxious. I, hate I think that. that uh, yeah, I think that same build made it into one of the Vassal tournaments. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, I remember that. Um, okay, so next ship, uh, Terror of Gibraltar. This one's a. Yeah. It's the it's the cheapest um, <laughs> Barbary Foremaster, but it's not. Um, it doesn't really Good. stand out. Pirate crew can use their abilities on this ship. That's nice because the Barbary Corsairs really have almost no good named crew. Um, but other than that, maybe three that yeah. are really good. 
yeah, other than that, um, the Terra of Gibraltar is not too great. So similar to some of the other ones we've seen already, um, just not really that great at anything, really. Yeah, the one thing that makes it potentially usable is the pirate crew. Yeah. But at 10 points, and with a lot of the really good pirate crew being expensive, and with that cargo, there's not a whole lot of space to put very good pirates. So. Yeah. And I'd like to add on that at 10 points, if you're looking at a four-masted ship, I can think of one pirate ship in particular that I'd much rather use over Terror of Gibraltar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dark Hawk. Like yeah. Or whatever else you're thinking of was probably right, too. Mm-hmm. Now, I was thinking of the Dark Hawk. Yeah. Yep. I mean, the only thing this does better is uh, the starting base move, but, you know, if you put a helmsman on the Dark Hawk and then add a captain... You've still got like six or five spaces left for gold. Yeah. Right. So you do that with this, you've got one cargo space left for something. And you still got terrible armament. Yeah. 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 And this one's got the worst cannons, I think, of the four. Or, or is it? Uh, yeah, it looks like Yeah, four or five four master galleys. <laughs> yep. Things don't get much better when we look at Crescent Moon, the next one. It's uh, this one looks again like it's just built entirely for boarding, and it does at least have much better cargo space and still a fitting ability. Uh, this is another one where you could say maybe put Arush Barbarossa on this one. Yeah. Oh yeah, for the rerolled boarding attempt, and the speed would really help with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At Esposel, and there's enough room for him, a helmsman, and a meat Nothing shield else. crew. Yeah, <laughs> Norse, oh, yeah. I would put Norseman on. If you lose the and or explore because at five and cargo probably mm-hmm. yeah no actually if you put with that build if you put an explorer on there you've got um, yeah. three cargo spaces taken up mm-hmm. you've still got uh, maxed out points but you've still got two spaces open for a regular coin mm-hmm. so exactly. you could run hybrid with this yeah that's a good point you could yeah. do one or the other really depending on what you think you need mm-hmm. yeah what I like yeah, or you to... could um, yeah. I like to put uh, Kira Din on board. I don't know how you pronounce it. Yeah, I was about to say the, that. Yeah, he's the Admiral crew. I do that. Um, I've done that in Command the Oceans, and I've done that in other campaign games. Because the reroll is perfect for that Admiral ability, because you're not going to get many sixes. And then uh, and then you still have space for some gold. Maybe rob an enemy ship of gold, things like that. Um, but I think it's a pretty solid ship, and probably the best pure gold runner of the Barbary Corsair four masters. Cause the other ones are kind of lacking in cargo actually. Cause a lot of their two masters yeah. have five cargo, but this is the only four master with five cargo, which is kind of weird because the ship size is bigger, but I think it's a, I think it's a pretty good ship. I definitely like it better than uh terror of Gibraltar a lot better actually. Agreed. Yeah. And that setup you're talking about with them, um, uh, the fleet Admiral Kira Din, mm-hmm. I did that in campaign games as well. So yeah. the most yeah. recent one being the COEC over the summer. Yep, exactly. And the English did exactly that. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So do I have the Janissary's blood here? Yeah, you're next. That yeah. you do. This is like their, I think the Corsair's best gunship, maybe. Okay, the best gunship out of the four uh, yeah. Masted Galleys that are yeah, in this set. Yeah. With uh, mm-hmm. average cannons that are all rank three, really good speed, eh, limited cargo, and a bit pricey. Mm-hmm. Um, if it did have that, well, I'm of the it's opinion okay. that the reverse captain ability makes this ship more expensive. Yeah, that's um, fair. Yeah. Uh, her linked crew, Murat Reyes, uh, I believe, is a uh, Corsair world hater. Yeah. So if you put him on board, oh. I don't know how many uh, points he is off the four. top of my head. Yeah. I think four. Yeah. Yep. 
So he's there. He doesn't take up any cargo space. You've got now essentially rank two cannons, and you've got 12 points to fill out that three cargo space. Uh So you could put some serious um, uh, fighting complement on here. Yeah. Like, uh, I think there are crew variants of all the specialists for the Corsairs. Mm-hmm. So a fire pot, chain shot, smoke pot. Oh, you could do the um, uh, smoke, smoke pot, pot and, like, a yeah. first deck move as a free to get away free, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So one of their best options for a large, um, I guess, capital ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say it's pretty much their best gunship, or at least of the fours, like you said. I do like that combo with the smoke pot specialist or even a smoke pot shot equipment or whatever. It's, it's yeah, a good gunship. I mean, it it's really doesn't stand up at all um, compared to the best gunships from most of the other factions. But for the course, especially the English, this is pretty. Oh, yeah, this is still pre- yeah, it's still a pretty good ship. Like Captain Helmsman, Rice, or maybe a smoke pot specialist instead of Helmsman. Pretty good combos, definitely. Mm-hmm. I would say this is one of the most flexible. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry about that. I would call this one of the most flexible of the four masted gunships out there, even if it is a tad expensive. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Uh, oh, it's me, right? Nice. Yep, I think okay. so. I think you're next for the uh, Fire yeah. Gin. Yeah, Fire Gin, this one. Um, I I don't know. I have a soft spot for this one. I know it's not very good. Um, I don't like escorting all that much. Uh, the cargo is kind of lacking. There's only one good cannon. The rest are pretty bad including a 6L, that which almost can't hit without, like, a world hater. It's kind of funny. Um, but I actually like using this ship with Barbarossa. I know the Jaguar's Teeth is probably a better option, but um, same point cost. So you can do the same thing, like Barbarossa with a Helmsman and an Oarsman, and then you have a, at least one good cannon, and then you can S-board with that cap, gold, uh, the crew capture ability for gold. So it's, it's not a great ship by any means, but I kind of have a soft spot for it. And I like the look of it, too. The, the name is fitting. And uh, it's got a nice, like, fiery orange hull and some nice sails on it, too. Yeah, it is easily one of the prettiest of the four-masted galleys, but it is, as you said, not great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so as a toss-up, um, uh, God Mason, if you had to choose between this or um, the Terror of Gibraltar, which would you choose? I would... Ooh, uh, that's not fair. Um, <laughs> ooh. If you had to choose... Which one would you uh, pick? Um, if, for, if I were making a fleet for myself or making a fleet as bad as possible for someone else? A uh, fleet for yourself. I would do the, chair, the Terror of Gibraltar because they have a lot of similar base stats, but the Terror is three points cheaper. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I'll skip on ahead to Sea Dragon. And this is actually a pretty solid three-mast uh, hybrid or multi-purpose ship, depending on which term you use. But if you do compare it to similar ships of that ilk, it does have a relatively weak ability. It's like a slightly better version of the Fire Gin. It's just, you know, yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, better firepower and, well, actually, I guess a better cargo space too, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, and it, and it links to Eluj Ali. Uh, I think that's a Marine? Yeah, it's a Marine, yep. Hmm. Well, wait, Marines get their own separate actions uh, yeah. apart from the ship, right? Yeah. They do. So you could um, use this to sail up, uh, fire um, the Marine gun, and then board. 
Because yeah. typically what this does as part of remove action, uh, yada yada, all that, um, if you use this in conjunction with a shoot action, then you have to do the boarding first and then the shooting. Yeah. Hmm. So if you use a Marine who's his own separate thing, you can move in, shoot the Marine, and then use the board action, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I think that's right. Should be right. I thought yeah. that it was you could, once you ram and you have a captain, you can basically do shooting, ramming, and boarding in any order. Do I have that wrong? No, I think there's a specific yeah. order in the pirate code. Yeah, it's, it's uh, basically it. yeah, it's basically move, shoot, ram, board, but then with S boarding, the board, S boarding has to occur before. Oh right, S boarding. Oh yeah. my mistake. That's part of remove action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. the S board is as part of remove action as opposed yeah. to actually ramming a ship. Yeah. Okay, I had that wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all right. Yeah, it's a. Would you like? Or it's a solid ship. I don't know. I've never used Prison it. Victory? I haven't really used it. Uh, I don't know if I've ever used this either. Yeah. But that may be because I don't know if I have this one. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, decently quick. Not very good cannons. Uh, for a three-masted ship, eh, a wee bit expensive. Um, it's got that reverse captain, which is virtually useless. Uh, unless you're using like a smoke pot specialist on this or something, then the reverse captain becomes kind of decent. Yeah. But... Yeah, it's, I don't know. you described it pretty well. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really stand out to me. Um, it's, I'm not a huge fan of it. I like, I like the aesthetics of it, kind of like a lot of the other bigger ships here. Um, it's pack filler. Yeah, but for gameplay, yeah, it's not, it's not great. So, if, mm-hmm. if Reverse Captain was priced appropriately, I, I could see nine or ten points. It would be more useful. But oh well. Yeah, I mean, she costs the same as some of the uh, four-masted galleys. So why use this when you could get something that's a little bigger for the exact same cost? Yeah. And maybe there's something better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, next one, Winds of Vengeance. Um, now we get to start. This is the first, like, cheapo ship. This one's only six points for four cargo. Oh, yeah. Move. So now we're starting to get into some of the Barbary Corsair cheap runners, which are really good. This one's so cheap because it has a, a negative ability. Uh, if you roll a one on a kin roll, eliminate a mass. But the, the guns are terrible anyway, so you probably aren't going to shoot much. This one I it's got Banshee's Cry Syndrome. When are you yeah. ever going <laughs> to use this thing to shoot? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, basically I would use this one with probably a Helmsman and nothing else, or maybe even empty, and uh, you've got a pretty good gold runner um, for a good price. Mm-hmm. If there's any one thing that the Barry Corsairs do probably better than any faction, even the French, it's that they have a great selection of cheap, empty gold runners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I think this you could fit yeah. like all of their six point ships into one forty point fleet. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. yeah there is that a, sounds. I remember I made a fleet for a fleet challenge. It was like a sixty point Barbary Swarm fleet. It was kind of similar to that. I think it was a clone fleet challenge. Jeepers. Hmm. That does sound like fun. I'll. <laughs> uh, I'll jump onto Whip, uh, Wicked Kareen next. This is. I, I, it's probably a better ship than I'm giving it credit for, yeah. but when I see faction-based abilities, I just, you know, I see red. Yeah, I'm not fond of those problem. either. It's like, unless I specifically knew in, a, in advance that I was going to be facing the Americans, then maybe I'd consider using this, 
Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's ten points, so that's nice. Yeah, I think it's good, actually. Yeah. It does get a two S gun. It does have a good cargo space and a good base move. Yep. Yeah, I think it's actually quite a good ship. Um, sort of one of their best gunships, um, to a degree, I guess. Um, it looks cool too. It's got the black sails and almost like a ghostly highlighted like skull and uh, frost swords in this case. But yeah, with the faction ability, I don't really like that either. But I don't like to focus too much on the ship's ability because the stats are um, usually what matter more and unless it's like some crazy ability that defines the ship. So in this case, I mean, 10 points SL move, 4 cargo, and pretty average, pretty solid cannons for the Corsairs at least. I think it's one of their better three masters overall. So You're right. I'm probably being unfair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty good ship, definitely. I would say. Yeah, I have a yeah. feeling that if I used it, because it's a very pretty ship, there's no denying that. If I used it, I'd go, hey guys, it's such a good ship, why didn't you tell me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. yeah, I think, though, that the next one up here, the Algiers, or Algiers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Algiers. I believe that's a... F- probably their best three-masted ship. Yeah. And as Ben said, it's the ability that makes I'd it like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd argue that, at, and you'll know what ship I'm talking yeah. about. But oh, after yeah. looking at treasure on a wild island, you may trade any one treasure from that island for a random treasure from on any other wild island. You must load the traded treasure. That's one of the best abilities maybe for a gold runner, because it allows you to get rid of negative UTs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with the Algiers speed and cargo, I mean, good grief. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very good <laughs> yeah. gold runner. Um, probably oh, the yeah. best, like, purpose-built large gold runner um, that's not, like, a hybrid, but the guns are actually surprisingly good, too. So, yeah, very good ship. It, it demands helmsman. Yeah. It, yeah, it was, it was actually my first um, Corsair ship I pulled along with the Griffin. I got those two in the same pack, and those are two of their best gold runners, so I, it was a nice. good pack for me. Yeah. Yeah, I have to say, I think this is probably one of their most underrated gold runners. You just throw a helmsman aboard, or if you if you desire an explorer too, and you've got a really great ship. Yeah, yeah, it is very. Yeah, good. I, would, I would counter that. I don't know so much underrated, maybe underused. Because mm-hmm. going yeah. back to the um, um the Vassal Fleet um, tournament, the first one, there was a Corsair entry that had this. And I think the Nubian Prince in it, yeah. or something else, and it made it to like the finals of that tournament. Hmm. So it's a pretty good ship. Um, I'm not sure what her linked crew Wesley does. I think it's um, board, right? Yeah, I think that might be one of the first escorting crew. Yeah. Although, although didn't Wesley wasn't he also in Pirates of the Revolution? Yeah. Yep, he's a super rare. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. now he is, I think, a regular release in this version. Yeah, Captain. But does the same thing. No, Captain and plus one to boarding rolls in Barbary Coast. Oh. Yep. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Points. Oh. Yeah. I mean, this is one of the cases where maybe a link makes sense. You put him on here. He doesn't take up any space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's got yeah. a neat little hybrid, maybe. Yeah, that's a good point. I never really knew about that link actually, or I forgot about it. So that's a good, that's a very good point. Well, I'm looking at the gallery, and the gallery says Link Wesley, so yeah. hopefully the gallery's right. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> okay, so I'll take right. the next one. Um, Mishud or Mishud. Um, I say Mishud. Yeah, I like saying Mishud. I don't know. I like Mishud. so cooler. <laughs> but anyway, I like this ship a lot. This one is another one of the cooler-looking ships pretty much in the whole game. Like black sails and then like a white deck, but then blue trim at the bottom near the waterline. Um, but anyway... 
has a faction bonus against the French, but that's not really what I like about it. What I like is that it has, I think, the best average cannon ranks across the board of any Corsair ship, more than two masts, I believe. has a 2S, 3S, 3S, so no rank 4 or worse cannon, which is nice. And then similar to the yeah, Wicked Kareen, nice. yeah, similar to the Wicked Kareen, it has uh, SL Speed and Fort Cargo, both of which are quite good um, for mm -hmm. 3-master, so I like this ship quite a lot, and it's a pretty good gunship for them, actually. Mm -hmm. yeah. This is this is an awesome ship overall. I mean, for one point more, you could get something really astonishingly good like Grinder, but this should not be ignored. Yeah, yeah, and the plus one to cannon. Oh, and boarding rolls. It's plus uh, one to oh, cannon yeah. and boarding rolls against French ships. But it that's is just like the icing bonus. on the cake. Yeah, so that's like you know, that's like the icing on the cake. Yeah, if you will. Yeah, it's a bonus. Yeah. 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 Otherwise, yeah, real good ship. Alright. Um, Divan's Punishment. Maybe it's supposed to be Divine Punishment or something? I think, uh, I pr I've pronounced it Divin. But, <laughs> Divan. we could probably spend an hour arguing yeah. that. <laughs> um, this is basically a not as good, I'd say, version of, um, Mashud. Because yeah. it, it loses out on uh, cannon ranks just barely, and its only compensation is its front gun gets more range. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Probably not terrible, but it's just inferior to Mashud. Yeah, yeah. I think it's all right. It's almost like uh, almost the same ship, um, uh, pretty similar. Nothing really that special though. Solid, but unspectacular. Yeah, the only differences um, are the faction bonus that they have. Yeah. And that the cannon difference, that's literally it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, they're the exact same ship. Mm -hmm. Thanks. All right. All right. Sultan's Sword. Plus one to boarding rolls. Ew. And nothing good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that plus one to boarding rolls might be the only good thing about the ship. That and maybe the cost. Yeah. Uh, ten points. Uh, average speed, I guess. Very bad cannons. I would yeah. never put a captain on this. Yeah. Like I never. would struggle to use this thing at eight points. Yeah, me too. It just yeah. doesn't have anything going for it, really. Compared to the other ships yeah. we've seen, it's very inferior, so it's probably one of the worst ships they've got. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's unfortunate because as a one off faction, they need all the help they can get, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh. So. Yep. Uh, the next one, Splendor. Um, this one I like. It's pretty cool. It's a little weird. Um, it has decent cargo, great speed at uh, SSS. Um, the cannons are mostly bad, but it has a 2S at the bow. So one good cannon, two bad ones. And then it can randomly take a treasure from any ship she touches. So, I don't know. I usually would use this maybe as an empty gold runner with that speed. The cargo isn't great, though, so maybe a captain and then nothing else, or maybe an oarsman just as, like, a meat shield, and then you could use the galley keyword to, uh, not be pinned when you take treasure from an enemy ship. Maybe without boarding, if you didn't want to lose a boarding roll, you could just use the galley to rotate and then, uh, hit the other ship without ramming, stuff like that. Um, but I, I think it's a pretty cool ship. Um, I kind of have a soft spot for this one, too. It's not great, but it's, it's fun to use. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I'm sure it's fun, but at the same time, with how many good ships the Barbary Corsairs offer, I'll never use it. 
Mm, I might consider her, but only if like I had like a limited collection. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, it's really um, the take any treasure. Well, sorry, one treasure from any ship she touches, plus the ability to not be pinned. Uh, that's and that speed. That's maybe an empty raider on like an enemy treasure runner. Yeah. Like against something smaller than her, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like use yeah. this to go after the Banshee's cry. Yeah. <laughs> well, then you better have a helmsman on board anyway because S plus S plus S is not much faster than LL move yeah yeah alright alright uh, I'll skip on ahead to Marrakesh here this is basically the same as which was it Winds of Vengeance above except it has uh, a worse it basically gets worse cargo space and a better move and as a result comes off worse mm-hmm. yeah I think it's alright the only time I would use it is just an empty gold runner. I don't see any reason to put any crew aboard, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's in the one of their six-point ships. Yeah. Yeah. Fast base move, average cargo, bad cannons. Maybe as a meat shield to protect your more valuable ships, if you can get her in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Alright, so moving on to the Golden Peacock. Uh, no ability, 9 points, 4 cargo, S plus L, uh, all rank 4 cannons. Uh, kind of reminds me of like. Yeah, empty gold runner for sure. Um, kind of reminds me of like, you know, a Corsair version of the Carolina for the Americans. Yeah. That makes Ooh, sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's got like, you know, the galley keyword is the only ability it has. Um. But yeah, uh, I think uh, a lot of people like this one. Uh, I think probably because of the um, uh, point space, cargo, and base move. Yeah. I know that Cadet Captain Mike loved this ship. Mm-hmm. If that's any consolation to people who listen to like, okay, yeah, I want to use this. Yeah. It is pretty. Uh, yeah. yeah, it looks pretty. Nice gold sails. Um, yeah, it's nice looking. Yeah. I don't have... Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's another empty runner. Uh, maybe put a helmsman on board to make her even faster. Yeah. But otherwise, empty runner, not a fighter. Yeah. 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 Pretty good ship. Very nice looking. She's uh, a runner, not a fighter. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Uh, next one, Tiger's Eye. This is basically She's the best. She's the eye of the tiger. It's the thrill of the fight. Sorry. Oh god. Oh, um, so this one is pretty much the best Barbary Corsair ship uh, in the game. Pretty much hands down. It's not much of a contest. Great. Uh, oh yeah, amazing all around. Um, I kind of compare it to the Virtuous Wind almost because that's pretty much yeah, the exactly. The Jades have, and arguably their best ship. Not really, but yeah, you can make a good case anyway. Um, great hybrid. Um, there's really nothing to complain about. Just an amazing ship. If there's any uh, anything that I'd call a weak point of it, it's that its armament is mostly average. Mm-hmm. But with how good it is in every other department, you can't really complain. You yeah. can just throw a captain on board or some variation on a captain, and you're good to go. Yep, exactly. Yeah. My one complaint would be that um, I'd like to see more L-ranged cannons on that. Because mm. the way that galley masts are situated, oh, yeah. angles to create the odd firing arcs, yeah. uh, I think an L-ranged cannon would be more uh, viable. But uh, considering that I think it could stern use the uh, keyword to stern turn yeah. and zen shoot, so you could use the L Ranger to like you know move in, turn on the stern, and then fire the long range gun. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. yeah, but overall, that's like, I'm nitpicking when I go there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, be, this, otherwise, be nice. this is a really, really good ship. Yeah, it'd be nice if, like, the 3L was at the bow, and then the other two were 3S, but that's just trivial at this point, because it's so good. Yeah, I mean, even taken out of the uh, Corsair faction, like, amongst yeah. other ships in the game, this is a really good ship. Oh, yeah. Yeah, one of the best minor faction ships ever, really. Mm-hmm. This yeah. one, uh, I mean, uh, sort of interrupting. At some point, I'll be posting my top ten galleys list. Yeah. Obviously, this ship has made it on it. I won't like talk about <laughs> the others. You guys can probably <laughs> guess many of them, but there will be some surprises on there. Right. I'm assuming um, most of them are corsairs. Yeah, actually, there's. I think there are a couple where instead of choosing one or two ships, I think I might have like three or four. Because they were so similar? Yeah. Yeah, because there are so many super similar ships. Um, But one of the ships that's not on there is Silent Death, the next ship down the list. Because as good as she is in every department, she is way too expensive for a two-masted ship. Yeah. I I don't know. I might use this. Yeah, I might too. But we're we're both... If only because it's really accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I still have to adjust that mentality of, okay, big game versus, you know, a game that has a limit on it. Yeah. Well, I think we, I think we're balanced because we think both ways. Like we realize in a 40 point game, this one is really not super viable, but a campaign game, I mean, anything goes. So, you know, why not? Yeah. Um, Yeah. But it's good. Yeah. Like God Mason said, uh, it's just great in every category. I mean, the speed isn't great, but it's good enough. Um, it's, it looks like a fun ship to use. Um, I think Barbarossa would be kind of funny um, with the escorting because you're not maybe you'd lose, but I, don't know, I think it'd be a fun gimmick to try out. Yeah, <laughs> with that much cargo space and a higher point cost, you could fit maybe some of their named crew on here that you wouldn't normally put on another ship. Yeah. Um, like maybe Murat Rays yeah. on here with a captain and helmsman yeah. to make the cannons even more accurate. Yeah, or maybe yeah. Wesley. That's like Maybe like Wesley yeah. with a helmsman, because then you have S boarding with plus one to boards. So then you can board um, from S at oh, yeah. base of three, which would be fun. And then still have two cargo left over to get gold, steal gold or whatever. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, although by that point you're investing a lot of points into a very small ship. Yeah, it's super fragile. Yep. Yeah, glass cannon. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. All right. right. Bay's Revenge. Every time I, I see this ship, I think about Beyblade. I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. I'm always, sorry. It always makes me think of people on Twitter saying, when Bay does this, and I go, uh, no, wrong spelling, but... Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what a Bay actually is in reference. I think it's... I'm assuming to, it's... Like, the name of the ship, or...? Yeah, like, the first half, like, Bay's Revenge. Like, oh, yeah. Um, I think so, it might be something akin to a Sultan. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I'll look I don't it up know. But yeah, look, uh, this I is see, another one of those where... Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, the overpriced reverse captain is eating into that point cost, making yeah. it yeah. yeah a whole lot more expensive than it could be. Yeah. That's... So like um, sorry. Uh, what do you guys say that reverse captain is actually worth? Because I'm not entirely sure about that. I think it's two, two points because uh, captain is three and it's better. And uh, mm-hmm. one point yeah. would be one point would be kind of ridiculous to be honest. So I, I I've always thought yeah. two was the best price. Yeah, WizKids priced it somewhere around six. Yeah, yeah. for the most part. So thirteen minus six. If this was like you know didn't have that ability, this would be a pretty dangerous seven point ship. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That ability kills the ship. 
I mean, it's pretty quick. It's got good cargo and average cannons. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, in a pinch, if you didn't have anything else to use, you could use this maybe. Mm -hmm. But if Reverse Captain was actually priced at like two points, this would be a whole another. uh, This would be an entirely different ship. Yeah, might be one of their best two. Yeah, it'd be pretty good. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, I see on Wikipedia it says Bay is a Turkish title for chieftain. Uh, traditionally oh. called blah, 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 so Ottoman Empire. Does Maybe that I mean that you can combine him with native canoes then? Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Chris, uh, Maybe only through Chris, a flavor of uh, reasoning. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, wait yeah, I should try custom. to make up. Uh, I should make up a custom unit for Bay's Revenge where it just is linked to a bunch of one masted ships. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> custom Corsair canoes. CC. <laughs> Oh heck! Can you imagine? That's totally not thematic breaking. Yeah, they would have to have five rank cannons. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, because they'd have to have five rank cannons. Yeah, six out or something. Yeah, six. <laughs> uh, okay, so the next they'd have to be abysmally quick though, or yeah. like real ridiculously quick. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the next mm. one, Scorpion. This one is kind of lackluster. Um, it's not bad in any way, really. Even the cannons aren't horrible. Um, good speed is probably the best attribute, but it's a little boring. Um, just kind of, it's kind of mediocre compared to their other two masted options, or at least most of them. Yeah, it's another meh ship. Yeah, kind of. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's not one that I ever see myself using. There's very little to say about, it, I think, which is why I'm going to segue things onto Gallows, which. As as Ben is rather tired of me doing at this point, I'm going to compare it to Executioner from Pirates of the Revolution because it's faster, but it does find itself lacking in the cargo department. Yeah, there's only really enough room for a captain and a helmsman, maybe. You can use Hammersmith, though, and oh, throw true. something else. Oh, that's true. Too. Oh, that's but true, that, because of the ability. Can... That's true. You could do that. Yeah. yeah. So Hammersmith and a specialist... Because of the yeah, cannon probably. ranks, yeah, fire not in equipment. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's good. Um, I like it just because it's you know reasonably cheap Corsair firepower that's fast. Yeah, it's so. a budget gunship for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not bad. All right, so are we moving on. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm good. All right, Desert Wind. Um, it's like a two mastered version of the Nubian Prince, but it only um, points cheaper. Well, yeah, it's cheaper by two points. <laughs> and you get half um, as much ship for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's I think it's a little faster, but... Eh. I mean, if you used both at once... Weak. Yeah, the fire... Yeah, the firepower leaves a lot to be desired. But with that speed and that cargo, um, you've got a pretty uh, well-defended uh, empty gold runner. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the fact that you can't be shot by ships with an Esiver, uh, the only way to stop this would be to ram it to death or and, and or go after it with extended range or, or just range cannons. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not bad. It's just like a, it's like an expensive and evasive gold runner, I guess, is the best way. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's, think, that's a good way to put it. I think it's still not quite good enough to justify its price, though, no matter how inconvenient it makes things for your opponent. I agree. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. so suppose it was like two points cheaper if it was 11 points as opposed to 13. Yeah. Still wouldn't be priced then? Really? I would, 
I would consider it more heavily, but it's still not like practical, you know. At nine points, I might, but one of the biggest problems is that four rank gun on the back. That's just raining on the parade too much. Yeah, mm. I think it's okay. It kind of makes like the average three S, which is average, and then you know it's it's good as a gold runner more so than gunship for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'll do the next one. Aga's whip. Here we go, another six-pointer. We're going to get into more of those soon. Um, this one has another yep. negative ability. Um, reminds me of Marrakesh a bit and uh, the Winds of Vengeance. Um, this one is really good, though. Um, very, It's a good budget ship for them. A, pretty much a gold runner, maybe empty or probably with a helmsman. And surprisingly, the cannons are actually good enough to maybe put a captain and a helmsman on there and have a hybrid with two spaces left over. Yeah, another one of their budget hybrid ships, maybe. Yeah, it's. I would just rather use it as an empty gold runner myself. It's not yep. particularly fast, but it is decently yeah. durable. I guess it, it's reasonably well defended. Yeah, yeah, empty gold runner, best use for this. All right. Pasha's delight is the next one up, and. Uh, Ships that have one cargo space are always kind of hard to justify, and the fact that this, I mean, it does have a great base move and a reasonable ability, but its armament, cargo space, and point cost are just bad. I think it's a really weird ship. I've always thought it stood out as, like, a really an oddity, because there's no other Corsair ships with that yeah. base move and none with that low cargo, so it's it's just weird. It's kind of it's not extreme speed, but doesn't have the cargo space to you know enhance enhance it. Yeah, yeah. At one seems... space, it's you know, is it a captain or a helmsman, yeah. or just leave it empty? Yeah, leave it empty. Yeah. Uh, yeah it one thing you could do, like, put a canceller. Yeah, I don't know if the corsairs have a canceller. Yeah, they mm. don't. But you could do Fior. I mean, oh yeah, you could it. put Fior on here. Yeah, yeah. I do think that. that. And, and, oh, that's a pretty good idea. Yeah. It'd be That's something good. if it'd be something if the Corsairs had a had a flotilla. That would be an interesting one. Oh yes, Ooh, yeah. They know. Like, couldn't so. you use it to tow a flotilla anyway? No, because as long as flotilla is friendly, no, I think, I it's think fact- you can tow it. I think it's factional, actually. I think I'll check it in the meantime. But yeah, yeah. I thought it was. Uh, it was. It had. It, it was, eh. I thought it had to be a friendly <laughs> ship. So if you paired this with, uh, say. Um, I don't know, the Minuteman, the American flotilla. Um, You're clipping along at L plus L, and you've got, you know, extended L range firepower on top of that with the Minuteman. Yeah, I see. But that's assuming you can no. uh, even do that. Yeah, I just got the master keyword list up. It says, can only move when towed by a ship of its own nationality in its fleet. So they, need, mm-hmm. they would need a custom, basically. Or a house rule. Yeah. Yeah, one thing but, you could do with this maybe is a scout ship, like put an explorer on here and race out ahead of the other Corsair ships somehow and yeah. scout the yeah. islands. Yeah, yeah. Get, yeah. Hit with bad, get hit with all the bad UTs. Yeah, yeah. With like Corsairs have an ass explorer. I don't know. I don't think as a crew. I don't think. Mm. I think we'll find out. Yeah, I don't think on a crew. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Um, let's see. Who, who's next? I think was Queen of Sheba next. Uh, yeah, Queen of Sheba's next, but uh, I think it's me. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I have 
a bone to pick with this ship because I have used this oh, and I've rolled <laughs> two ones that. in a row in a row. <laughs> yeah. So on one hand, I like it because it's got, you know, rank two cannons. Hey, it's a gunship and it's six points. So it's a real budget gunship. It's got really good cargo, average base move. Um, I don't like her ability. Yeah. Uh, but still, even with that ability, um, she's a really good budget multipurpose ship. Yeah. Uh, she's got cannons to uh, have some bite. Just put like a, a captain on there, and you've got a gun. Uh, sorry, a gold ship with teeth. That's like, yeah, don't come close. I'll get you. Mm-hmm. Uh, or just put a helmsman on here and um, trade the f- uh, first shot for the speed to get out there quickly. Mm-hmm. And then pray you don't have to use the cannons. Or <laughs> yeah. One of yeah. their, I think, best uh, two-masted ships. Yeah, absolutely. Even with that ability. I mean, that ability, I really don't like it at all because I've had it backfire on me a lot. Yeah. I was like, of all the ships that have that ability, not just this one, this one is the one where I've rolled ones. Um, mm-hmm. But otherwise, I mean, it's a really good ship for what you get. Yeah, I agree. I guess. Yeah. I think it's quite it, yeah. good. Yeah. It, it's, it's above average in every way except that ability, which it'll probably bite sometimes, but when it doesn't, people will be looking at you going, that ship's not fair. You shouldn't be allowed to use that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'll probably put a captain and a helmsman aboard and then just have yeah. like a hybrid with three spaces usually. But it's like, a, it's, like a, it's like a contrast. Like, um, like you... Like it'd be a shame not to use two S cannons because the corsairs don't really have that many. But then you might it might backfire. So it's kind of a it's just a trade off. Double edged sword. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Like if they had a re roller or like ooh, this would be a good ship to put a, one of their cannoneers on. Maybe I just thought of yeah re roll exactly. a cannon roll. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Although I'm not sure about the timing of events. Like you roll the one, and then you uh, could you immediately apply the cannoneer I think so. to potentially get a different roll, or does the mass get eliminated and then it's gone, and you don't have a chance to re-roll it? I think you'd probably be able to use the cannoneer. Might be in the pirate code. I'll try to find it, but you could probably use it. Should be able. To. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so next one, uh, Sahara. This one gets faction bonus against the English, but I don't care about that because it's great. Um, stats are great. Ten points for cargo SL move. Great cannons. Oh yeah. Um, I like this one a lot. Um, it's not as cheap as the the Queen of Sheba, which is a decent comparison. Um, yeah, this is like the better version. Yeah, I wouldn't say it. I think it's, but it's worse. significantly more expensive. Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's yeah. worse, but it's a better like gunship, I guess. Um, it's kind of like a more expensive, but a little bit slightly fancier, less risky version. So you're you're paying a premium to get a little bit better speed. You're not going exactly. to cannons backfire, but it's uh, it's still a very good option as either a straight gunship or um, a hybrid. I wouldn't want to use it just for gold, but it's it's quite good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I might choose this if I had to. I would choose probably this or the Queen of Sheba, um, probably because of the range on the front cannon. And because the English are one of the more common factions, there's a better chance of running into them. Yeah. So this is one of the instances where the faction bonus could come in handy. And also, this uh, starts out faster. I'm willing to make that trade for... I'm willing to pay the four more points for this than I um, would be to choose over the Sheba. Mm. So... Okay. Mm. Um, I'll I'll jump onto the Dervish now. Uh, Dervish. 
I have experience. I think the French have a ship very much like this called La Ferrure, yep. which is all but identical. And when you think about it, for cargo at that cheap a price, it does look awfully good. But the reality is, even in a smaller game, you end up with a ship that is very, very slow on the way and back. It's like you'll you'll spend a good few turns sending your ship out to the very closest island with gold, and then you'll spend 50% longer getting home. It's it it seems like it should be a decent deal, but in practice, it's kind of hit or miss. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I even I, at four points, I don't think I'd use this. Yeah, and especially since it's a Corsair, I think it's the only Corsair that has a singular base move. Mm-hmm. All of their other ships have like either uh, S plus S or S plus L or some kind of plus. This is the one that has a singular yeah. uh, base move. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a very good point. It's their cheapest and their slowest ship. I kind of consider it like I kind of do like the quick math. Like I, it's so slow. It's uh, you don't want to send it out that slow. So I put like maybe a helmsman. Then you have a, mm-hmm. a six-point ship moving LS, and then to avoid the ability, you have to only take two coins. So it's basically like six points for LS move and two cargo spaces, which isn't great compared to some of the stuff we just saw. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, I haven't really thought about that much before, so I've kind of overrated this one. I, th- I thought it was pretty good, but I'm, I'm kind of realizing it's not as good as I thought it. Yeah, so, no, yeah, yeah it's like, just you could... nothing special. It, it's almost as good as some of those competitors. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I don't see a whole lot that's good about this one, unfortunately. Yeah, it's like if you could find a way to get uh, onto her, um, like if the Corsairs had a plus five crew. This yeah. would be the ship you put it on. Yeah. Because mm. you just leave it at home yeah. the entire game. <laughs> All right. All right. Morocco. I want to go there someday, maybe. <laughs> All right. Once per turn, look at Facebook. It'll rock your socks off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, really bad cannons, but um, you're not going to fire those anyways. Um, with that much cargo, you're not going to use this as a gunship plus the ability this is uh, a scout ship to look out for bad uts and or good ones and or to find the amount the good coins to direct the rest of your ships toward so yeah yeah it's a very solid uh gold runner i would just usually put almsman aboard nothing else pretty simple um but i do i do like that ability definitely yeah i'd put a helmsman and or uh an explorer Mm -hmm. for the speed purposes yeah, I'm gonna trawl through uh, through what abilities the uh, the corsairs have real quick, just to see if there are any that would pair well with it. Okay. But I I've got about the same point of view in that it's almost at its best with just a plain helmsman, and then after that, the explorer is optional. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty basic yeah. world runner. Yeah, I suppose it'd be interesting if you could combo this with the algiers. It's like, ooh, look, there's the good treasure, and go there, and it's like, if you find something that, that Morocco didn't find, the Algiers can get rid of it to hopefully maybe find something else that's good. Yeah. Or if you want to get a little cheesy, you can look at one face-down treasure on another island, remember which coin it was you looked at, and then use the Algiers to go and get that coin. Or is that no longer a random coin, if you do that? Oh, I don't know. I mean, if you know yeah. where it is, you can go get it, I guess. But, yeah, I don't 
there's it no might say be. Like, you couldn't use this to look at the look at all the treasure on an island because I think in a regular game you've got like average of four coins an island. So spend four turns to look at all the coins on one island to know is it worth it to go there. Oh, of course, by four turns that. that island could be empty. Yeah. I do that. Um, I've used something like that. I've put, say, Devereaux aboard Raven's Neck before. Oh, and yeah, they look at the same thing, I think. Turn on an island, and um, I will actually uh, sort of move coins from one side of an island to the other so I can tell uh, which ones I've already looked at. Yeah. And I, I don't think there's anything against that in the rules. Yeah, there, I don't think the rules for, um, um, disallow that. Uh, the person, people you're playing with might take an issue with it because it's now you know what it is. It's no longer unknown. Or it's one of those weird things. I think Lord Stu talked about this a long time ago. Huh. Yeah. Or I recall a discussion about this, about like, okay, I've gone and I've looked at it. Is it now with those abilities that pull coins in at random oh, yeah. uh, from other islands or something? Yeah. I vaguely remember Wolf saying it has to still be random. You'd have to, like, shuffle them. But I think that's one of the best house rules is to make that, you know, more reasonable. Because it just makes abilities worse if if you have to make it random, you know? Yeah. I just, I see the Cannoneer ability um, going back to the the Queen of Sheba or whatever. And it says, one, I mean, the ability says once per turn, whether ship's cans can shoot again if it misses. And then it says this ability is not a reroll. It provides a completely new shot instead. So I think I was wrong. I think if you roll a one, I think it still counts as the miss. So, but if you eliminate the other mast, I guess you could shoot that first one again. But I think you would still have to take a mast out, as far as I can tell. So, mm-hmm. Oh well. So a cannoneer wouldn't work on the queen, uh, but a straight re-roller would. Yes, that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll push us on to Griffin now because. We've taken quite a lot of time to talk about that ship. Um, Griffin is another pretty archetypal empty gold runner. It's uh, it's a bit faster than some of its competition, and it's reasonably well armed, but not quite as much as Queen of Sheba. Yeah, yeah, I like this one a lot. Like I said, I got this in my first pack of the set overall. Um, it's it's great. I usually just use it as a gold runner. It's a solid hybrid if you want it to be that way, but uh, just another great six-point, you know, cargo ship. Yeah. What was that? Oh, sorry. That was my sandwich. Okay. Okay. Yeah, if I had to choose between this or the Queen of Sheba, I would go with this. Uh, If only because it's faster and um, there's no chance of the ability backfiring on me so much. Uh, Even though the Americans are one of the big six factions... Uh, um, the, where I play, people use pirates, English, and French, so they don't come up as much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is a better deal. Uh, although, um, since they're both six-point ship ships, they're reasonably interchangeable. But yeah, I'd still use this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The next one, Tripoli, um, can't be shot by ships with an Asaber. That super annoying defensive ability that's really good. Um, other than that, the ship. Uh, I mean, the speed is great. But it's everything else is crap. Yeah, the, the cargo and cannons aren't good enough to justify. I mean, cannon, cannon it's, singular. It's got one mass. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, 
Yeah, so we're into yeah, the just take this out by ramming it. You wouldn't yeah, even have to bother shooting. Yeah, yeah. So we're into the Corsair One Masters now, the One Master galleys. Um, it's just not good enough at doing any any task to use it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could, in theory, put um, find some ability that pairs well with it. Um, we were talking about Christian Fiore. Um, I think Christian Fiore Ooh. plus a shipwright on this. Oh yeah. Because that way, I mean, if they go, okay, cool, let's ram it, then they can't shoot it, and then they're pinned, and then the next well, turn... Actually, no, 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 galleys no? Uh, don't let you pin. Yeah. That's wait, part of their keyword. Yeah, wait, no. You can't pin or be pinned. Oh. Yeah. Awesome. If you did that with the Bonaparte and put um, um, Lenoir on there, that would be the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd take that combo a step further. You've got the points to add an oarsman to keep them from capturing it. Yeah. Mm. That's what you would do. Is you'd put Fjord, the shipwright, and an oarsman. Yeah, and so then you, just so it can't be captured alive. But even kinda, then, this is outrageously expensive for what you yeah. get. Yeah, exactly. I I must say I like. I'd rather have a canceller on a ship immune to L range guns because then, if they have L range guns, they can't shoot at you. But then if they come with an S, they get canceled. But if you have can be shot at with an S and a canceller. L range guns get past both, so there's not like a defense against you know proper maneuvering with L range cannon. Like it's still a good combo, but I'd rather have like you know sort of like both defenses rather than just with an S for both. So. Yeah, that's a good point. That's fair. Yeah. Right. Viper's bite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, uh, is it? Um, yeah, that's you. Or oh, me? Okay. Uh, plus one to boarding rolls. Um, Eh, it's okay. Um, a little, uh, well, eight points, two cargo space, triple S speed, a rather accurate cannon. Uh, I think it wants to be a gunship, but it lacks the size to really be one. I mean, if you could put on a captain and um, a specialist, so a captain and a fire pot would be ideal for this, maybe with only uh, two cargo and that speed. And it's got um, the plus one to Borage to help it a little bit if it gets rammed, but not much. Mm-hmm. At one mast, it's really easy to get rid of this just by ramming it. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of lackluster. Kind of a nice little specialty, like assassin, but can't really do Yeah, like a suicide action. ship, if you will. It's like, yeah, yeah go out in a blaze of glory. Yep. Yeah, but there are better ships for that. Um, I've used Divine Dragon from Mysterious Islands, not the uh, not the yeah. Ocean's Edge one. But yeah. you basically use it as a torpedo, and I think in one turn I managed to take down three masts with a successful ram roll, its ability, and then shooting and hitting. Yeah. And right. uh, it's a perfect way to bypass the ability of ships like El Corazado. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, or doubly the, so if you've got Yoke yeah, and Vega. Or the Lord Algernon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, true. Um, mm-hmm. I just have a little update on the trading treasure ability. I'm looking in the pirate code. Um, it says, this is trading treasure from islands. Um, if the island chosen for the trade contains more than one treasure, the choice of token must be random. So if one of one or more of the treasures have been previously revealed, it may become necessary to use a draw bag or some suitable method to ensure the choice is random. So it's unfortunate, mm-hmm. but... That's like the technical ruling, so, oh well. Yeah. Or you could just have your opponent pick for you without looking at them. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's fair, isn't it? Yeah. 
I that suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. Yeah. Whisper yeah, is yours, out of order, I So it's kind of weird now. I'll just, I'll just yeah. do the whisper. And then that was my fault. No, yeah. Um, the whisper is quite good. Wolf did a review of this one, actually, speaking of the parrot code. Really? That's quite good. Oh, I'll have to go read that, maybe. Um, yeah, but the ability is the main thing that helps it along, because um, there's no reason to put crew aboard. Um, basically, it's super simple. You just run it empty. It goes out at SLS. You get two coins, and you come back at SL, and that's what it does. Hmm. Uh, uh, I'd rather carry more cargo than be just fast on the way there, if I'm yeah. honest. No, I, I, mean, I can see the advantage in that you can send it away to a faraway island at super high speed and take the most valuable stuff. Yeah, I like that strength. Yeah, I, I guess I see the the merit in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's saving grace is the point cost, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, six points. You're able to just put it pretty much anywhere in the fleet, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because the other uh, other pieces that have this ability um, either aren't as good or are better. So this is like a little niche piece for the corsairs. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure any other faction has a ship quite like this one. Yeah, well, the Americans have the Colonial Trader, but well, the, the Colonial, colonial Trader, trader is, is such a different ship, yeah. and it's terrible. Comparing it is almost not fair, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's utterly terrible, as I've talked about in my review of it. Yeah, <laughs> the I only so. one of my reviews to have ever gotten a five rating from Ben. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So far, I mean, you could edit them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think the links, the links, the American ship links is probably the most similar to the Whisper. Um, I think it's like seven points SS move and three cargo, same ability, but anyway, we move on. Yeah. Um, I'll start on Majestic, and this is another one of those ships where WizKids went, yeah, let's give it a really great, no, just kidding, it's a terrible ability, and then make it an incredibly expensive ship. I see no reason to ever use this, Yeah. ever. Not in a 40-point game, ever. Yeah, not in a 40-point game, maybe... It'd be uh, I like the speed. I like the speed. Uh, the ability is uh, useful in large engagements. Yeah. Uh, maybe not even campaigns, but in games that are like, you know, 70 to 80 points, maybe you use this. Yeah. I think at least uh, 100. The speed is really good. Yeah. Well, that's like, describing this ship as having great speed is like having a female friend of yours saying, well, you see, he's he's really nice, but... Yeah, yeah but yeah. but yeah, I think yeah, it's, that's I like think the it's, only good thing about it. Yeah, for like a forty-point game, that's the only thing that's good about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's viable at like a hundred-point build total or more. At base, it's basically just directly related to the game size. The bigger the game, um, the bigger the battles, the more ships in your fleet. Um, the more valuable the ability becomes. Exactly, yeah. The better it becomes, the bigger the game size. And usually the bigger the game, um, the more crowded the battles, as Command the Ocean does show. Some battles are just so crowded that this ship could affect like three to five or six ships. And one thing I will say about this that you would only, maybe only notice if you play campaign games, is I don't think there's anything against um, shooting with ships that are around the Majestic before this ship is given a move action, so you, like three ships near the Majestic shoot at enemy ships, they get the plus one bonus, which is great, and then the Majestic moves on with that great speed to another part of the battle, and then gives the bonus to more ships when they're Ooh. given shoot actions. 
So you could really, it really blows up in like a huge battle. So yeah, but yeah. to do that, you'd have to be really thinking about what you're doing. Yeah, well, and, yeah, that's, uh, that's part of why I love campaign games so much because the strategy and you really have to think through your turns. It's actually very complex and pretty strategic. Hmm. Yeah, my counter to that is um, I've considered and I think maybe used um, ships that have the Sabodi in campaign games. Mm-hmm. But you and I differ in that I've played a lot more multiplayer campaign games. Mm-hmm. Um, so typically what happens is I'm trying to take my turn and my two brothers are yammering on about something that either distracts me or I'm busy taking pictures. So the strategy part is like, uh, okay, I did this, I did this, I did this, now do this. Hmm. So it's not often that I am like very much thinking about what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I am thinking about what I'm doing, okay, if I do this, then that'll happen. But what you, the situation you just talked about where you know the ship's around it, fire, get their bonus, the Majestic moves on, and then the ships that it gets within range of, then they fire. That kind of um, advanced planning I typically don't do because typically there's a lot going on and that kind of uh, thinking for me just falls in between the cracks. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of, it might be a veteran thing too because I played probably more campaign games than anybody on the planet. So I, that's the type of thing I notice after, you know, six years yeah. of doing this like crazy. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I might be like the one person who could potentially catch up to you. Yeah, because <laughs> um, there was the year where I think I played like two or three at once, or yeah. in the same year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was 2015. We had uh, I did COE in the summer, the economy game in the winter, mm-hmm. and then we started Vassal Campaign Game One. Yeah, February. Yeah. Yeah. So. Eh. Um, it's it's just me. Yeah. So me for the Carthage. Carthage. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. All right. Ship may not be shot at while docked. That's much better on a crew. Yeah. And especially on since this is another one master. Um, the easiest way to get rid of a one master is to just ram it. Mm-hmm. And especially since it's a galley, if you somehow fail to at the aim roll. You can just, you know, if you have an extra action, go away and come back and do it again. Yeah. So, yeah. I will and say it's fast. Uh, average cargo for a Corsair, eight point. Eh. I tried to turn this thing into a mobile fort in one of my reviews, but everybody pointed out, uh, you can ram it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. like the one-masted ships, unless they're turtle ships. The easiest way to get rid of them is ramming. Oh, wait, no, because you can ram a turtle ship. Mm-hmm. I have a house rule against that, but officially, yeah. that is the major weakness of turtle ships. Yeah, yeah. I think I have a similar house rule where as long as they have their turtle shells, you can't ram the mast off. Mm-hmm. But once the turtle shells are eliminated, yeah. I, I count it as we, where you can ram it, you can do damage, but the damage is done to the turtle shell. Oh. That's, a, that's an interesting one. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, just I sort of kind give of it a health bar. Straight up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So otherwise, not much is good for this ship. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, maybe I if you had Davy Jones, you could use this uh, as a copy source for Davy. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, other than that, 
So, I mean, that is interesting, but the ability might be found cheaper elsewhere. Uh, probably yeah, it's cheaper not. on Bianco's haulers, uh, the crew from Savage Shores. And, yeah, you could just find a way to get them anywhere in a the fleet. They're a crew. They're yeah. so much more better. But much more taking better. Uh, just within the vacuum of um, um, Barbary Coast, it's eh, not good, not bad. There's a lot of better options, even amongst the Barbary ships. Yep. Yeah, there are better things to do with yeah. um, eight points. Yeah, yeah, I would I would use it as like an empty gold runner, but nothing more really. Um, yep. Going on to the Nimcha, this Nimcha, one is, as I've pronounced it. Yeah, um, this one is specialty yeah. ship. Um, it's not really great. The I just I can't think of anything else other than like some of the fleets I've seen it in where it's basically used with like the smoke bank reverse captain uh home island rating fleets which uh i mean this game is not super hard to understand but it's one of the more complex like you know combos i guess you could say um so give it like a smoke pot specialist and it goes to a home island and then it shoots it out and then you have a fog hopper waiting to pop out of the new fog bank and then that ship rates a home island and then you get back with this but the problem is you know um, that's well, super expensive and pretty complex. Yeah, yeah exactly. it gets expensive in a hurry. Yeah, yeah, that combo. Um, I think the cheapest you can do that combo is forty points. I think actually, that was yeah, the and they didn't have much, much more. Yeah, they didn't have much remo- a margin for error. Like the whole combo is forty points, and they didn't have anything extra for like defense or gunships or anything. So yeah, yeah. I suppose another thing you could do with this is put a musketeer on it. So that way you can actually shoot at a ship with the musketeer and then use the ship's cannon to shoot the smoke pot and then use that handy reverse captain to just hide. Mm. <laughs> that's a that's weird... interesting, but that is super weird. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> it's just weird. Oh, you know what? Like, who would use that? You what? know what? Actually, Ulush Ali, he's seven. So oh, yeah, he's Marine. Like oh, that's even better. Oh, that's even so, better. So uh, Marine plus smoke pot. Musketeer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wait, a marine plus smoke pot gives you, yeah, oh, a way to fire yeah, 2S gun and yeah. then dash away yes, into your own little it. cloud. Yep. Yeah, because. That's really cool and really stupid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think uh, for smoke pot specialists, the rank of the cannon doesn't matter. I think mm-hmm. it fires and you automatically fire the yep. smoke tank. Yep. So use. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's really, a, really cool. That's like a really. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of the, it's a niche combo. It was like, yeah, okay, that's one of, that's one you can do it, but now what are you going to do that you can do that? Nimcha is Nimcha is my nominee for a weird ship that we've found a purpose for. Like uh, yeah. with Revolution, we found Hannah actually makes a great flotilla tug. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nimcha is, i got to write this down. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, all right, I'll write it down once oh, I've... Yeah, call it like the Smoking Marine or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Some name for the <laughs> or I can find a translation for Nimcha or something like that. Yeah, the Smoking yeah. Insert. Of, like, Turns out it's a dirty word. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of like, you know, a mocha. Yeah. Or, like, are, just are you talking the ship? No, I'm talking like the <laughs> beverage. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I, like, I think the beverage is spelled the same way. So that's the basis I use to pronounce this. Oh. So... I always like. I kind of like think about them when I uh, those when I see this. But yeah, that's a fun little thing to do now. The marine plus the smoke bot and reverse captain. Yeah. All right. The problem is like you get like a you just get a uh, like that's like what nineteen points at a minimum. 
I think that's twenty point ship for one master chip. That's a lot of that's a lot of points to spend on the combo that probably won't help you in the long run. Yeah, and then yeah, HMS Grand Temple with Captain Helmsman would be twenty points. Oh, yeah, that's a much yeah, better thing. That's a that's an unfair uh, uh, comparison. I know. I mean, I the know, temple has like you know five more mass. <laughs> yeah. Also, you run into the problem where it doesn't have a captain, yeah. so you can move, shoot, and then scurry away. Yeah. Plus, uh, no, that doesn't work. Uh, reverse captain, it has to be a shoot action. You can't move. Yeah, I know. You, you can't then move and then shoot. And plus, there's if that. Reverse captain allowed you to do that. If that's what reverse caption actually allowed you to do, yeah. then I'd say the way it's costed would actually we would be good. That makes yeah. sense. But yeah. since but. you know, I don't know where it was said that it has to be a shoot action and not coupled with a captain. Yeah. Was it uh, an errata thing that got added to the pirate code, or had it been around um, since the ability showed up? I'm not sure. I think I think people tried to abuse it, and then it was added to the FAQ like really quickly. That's my guess, but I can't remember. So. Um, yeah. The last thing I want to say about this, like, reverse Captain Smoke thing, um, I mean, the Nimitz is not the only thing that can do it, but you can kind of have, like, this weird, like, glacial pace, like, invincible ship where you do this every turn, and your, your opponent has no way to shoot at a ship so in the fog bank. So if you have, like, the last coin aboard and you just want to, like, annoy your opponents, you can just keep shooting the smoke and going right back into it and just move S every turn and just, like, move across <laughs> the board at S in, in a cloud of fog. And just, like, I would be play. so annoyed. <laughs> yeah. I'd be so so annoyed if someone did that. Oh, the fog machine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna push you guys on to talking about Tunis. Yeah. I'm gonna call it Tunis because of Tunisia, Tunisia. Okay. okay. Um, but as a ship, I mean, it's an oak. It is an empty gold runner. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah really. It's I mean, it's not got much else built into it. Yeah. So that's really an empty gold runner. Yeah. And it doesn't really have the space for you to justify putting a helmsman on it to make it any faster. Yeah, not quite. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, then you kinda, get, eh. yeah, then you get into like nine points for two cargo. So yeah, that's not really a good deal for them. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right, we're into the crew. Yeah, the crew. Yeah. All right, so I'm up for a Rouge Barbarossa. Uh, captain, and if a ship wins a boarding party, she may capture the crew with the highest point cost instead of eliminating it. This captured crew becomes cargo worth its point cost in gold when unloaded at your home island. Link to Kier Ed Din. This is a really... Well, it depends. Uh, this can uh, make a game happen in your favor, or it can be a colossal waste of points. Mm-hmm. I think this is the first time this ability showed up in the game, and it's uh, costed at 10 Yep. So take away the captain ability. That's a seven point uh, ability with the, for the gold capture. And pirates later got this very same crew for eight points, basically with uh, Bonnie, Bonnie Cake. Peel. Oh, okay. Bonnie, Bonnie Peel, Peel. Uh, does the same thing Barbarossa does, but for two points cheaper. Yeah. Um, later on in Fire and Steel, um, oh fiddlesticks, what's his name? Barstow. Barstow. Is also eight points, but he swaps the captain ability for explorer ability. So yeah. he's an interesting crew in his own right. But um, as the first gold capture captain, uh, Barbarossa, yeah, he's kind of cool. Ten points is, is expensive, though. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's really really restrictive. Yeah, yeah. Thank like you. With uh, a really fu- cool fleet involving this ability for an, I think for the pirates. 
Yeah, the pirates are the best faction to uh, use this yeah. with. Yeah. Uh, there are enough uh, Corsairs that are uh, 10 points or more that he can be used on where he becomes like the sole focus of a fleet. Yeah. yeah. And like yeah. I said, I remember um, there was a game that Ben played, I think, a couple years ago where this yeah. ability uh, uh, turned the game on its head and like made the game all kinds of fun. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, it was one of my top like three or five non-campaign games. So it was pretty awesome. Um, I like using Arush Barbarossa on one of the Corsair four masters, like probably the Nubian Prince, the Jackal's Teeth, um, or maybe the Fire Jin would be my top three choices. But um, yeah, all good picks for him. Yeah, it's, it's interesting crew. It's good for them to have like kind of like a like a big crew, you know, like they would be a signature yeah. crew. Yeah, he, he yeah, and a niche exactly. ability too. Yeah, exactly. Um, because aside that, from uh, wait, the did pirates, Dragonites get this too? Yeah, aside yeah. from the pirates and the Jade Rebels, I don't think any other faction has this ability. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think. Yeah, I, I, I might have to do some research. Yeah, I think you're right. Or yeah, I think so. You can um, check my spreadsheet. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Moving on to Wesley, we talked about him a little bit. Link to the Algiers, basically captain and plus one to boarding rolls for six points. I see plus one to boarding rolls as a two point ability, like it was. Um, but he's still a good crew. It's good for them to have yeah. a named, it's good for them to have a named captain because it looks like yeah, I'm looking down and he's he's their only named captain other than Barbara. Well, Arouge, yeah, he's a named yeah. captain. I was about yeah. to go there. Yeah, so Wesley's like a, a cheaper version. Um, it, pretty good crew, but you know, standard ability. Mm. Yeah, who has seen, um, what's the movie? I think it's The Princess Bride. <laughs> it's yeah. Him. Yeah, that, literally, that's his name. Wait, yeah, I'm pretty that's... sure that this was a reference to him, because he's dressed, isn't he dressed the same way? Yep. When you first, um, <laughs> well, I think they think he's the Dread Pirate Roberts at first. But, yeah, that's him, pretty much. Huh. I think, uh, I think it was Cazador... El Cazador, who made some customs uh, based on that movie. I think he made uh, Fezzik, um, oh, the annoying funny. Sicilian dude, and uh, the other guy's name is really, it's really long. Okay. Huh. Yeah. All right, so anyways, that's a fun little thing. I like that. That's cool. Okay. Um, is Do you happen to know if Care Ed Din, if that's how you pronounce his name, is a reference to any film? Uh, I don't think he's a reference to any film i think flavor wise he's uh barbarossa's brother hmm. uh, i don't see the flavor text for them here in the gallery yeah sometimes it uh, won't load correctly but no, I, or, or it's just missing yeah yeah I don't think it's yeah. Straight, straight up missing yeah uh, i have seen sometimes where you go to edit and you'll check uh and it'll have flavor text it just doesn't show it when you open it up normally yeah but Kiradin so, is a he's a fleet admiral and he's linked to Aruj Barbarossa, which is one of the most expensive link combinations between crew out there. Wow. Yeah, that, I don't think this can, that could happen on any Corsair ship because yeah, you're right. That's sixteen points. Yeah. That's strange. Then why did yeah. they give that ability? Yeah. I mean, it's linked or or it fits on a Janissary's blood. She's sixteen. But oh. you wouldn't really want to do that because that ship has oh. reverse reverse captain, and then it's, that ship is linked to Murat Rais, which you couldn't fit mm -hmm. all three. Yeah, oh. has its yeah. own link. Yeah, <laughs> so it just it makes you can only use it on one ship, and it doesn't make yeah. sense on that ship. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well done, with kids. 
Yeah, then again, they also later on they did link uh, the Santo Columba and uh, Don Oswaldo Guilen. They do the exact same thing. Yeah, and they're linked. Yeah, I it's, will say uh, Kira Din. Uh, he gives them a, the course there's a rare chance at an extra action of some kind, which is something they really yeah. do. So he is an he's important to them. You know. Oh yeah, for them he's extremely important by himself. Yeah. He's a really good crew. Yeah. Um, what's the four mastered one that uh, has the reroll? Crescent Going moon. back to the top, yeah, it's a he's a perfect crew to put on the Crescent Moon. Yeah, you got built-in reroll, and I think actually now looking back at the Crescent Moon, I think that's the only source of reroll for the Corsairs. I think yeah, that sounds about right. Mm. I don't think they have it anywhere else. Yeah, me either. Huh. Yeah. All right, All right, you're up, Bill. For all right, for Aluj Ali. All right, Marine Oni gets plus one to his uh. Gun rolls against Spanish ships, forts, and crew. But not sea monsters. No, sea monsters. <laughs> so he. Well, the Spanish don't. I think the Spanish have like one sea monster. Yeah. Uh, inter- row. So. Mm. Eh. Which is still, if you ask me, a mildly funny exception. But <laughs> also, it's another case of a ship being a little. Or not a ship. A uh, crew being overpriced because it has an unfitting ability. I hate faction bonuses with all my being. <laughs> um, yeah. I think, yeah, I've said this before on the podcast. I think Marines could have been five uh, based on Musketeers, even with like a free bonus in this case, like maybe five even with that Spanish mm-hmm. bonus. I don't know. I think that would be a fair cost. Yeah. Ulujali uh, is, I mean, still relevant. We were talking about him with Nimcha. Yeah, but... just a few moments ago. Something yeah. I'm noticing yeah. in the ability, it says specifically crew. So does this mean if you put okay. him on the Don't. same island as a Spanish Marine, could he shoot at that Marine? I don't know. Can Marines shoot at each other if they're on the same island? I thought Sorry. Marines were basically allowed to target particular crew, weren't they? Not um, a ship. Not really, no. That'd, be, that'd make sense, but it's not like... Yeah, if if a marine is on a ship, it's just you know a shot at the ship. Yeah. Uh, if he's on an island, it's the same thing. So, the fact that it says "end crew" leads me to believe that you could use Eluj Ali to shoot at a marine on another island or on the on a, on the same island. I think. Which Although is that a really help. strange, strange. Yeah, because it takes two hits to eliminate a marine if it's on an island. <laughs> oh, his kids! Yeah, so it's he's got some funky um, secondary abilities, but the marine part is good. Um, yeah. If it only has niche roles, yeah. I mean, um, you could try to figure out a way to get him onto a submarine, but um, there are better marines uh, to put on submarines. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did that, you try to make that rhyme? Uh, no, I did not intentionally that rhyme. It just came out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't right. see... Um, I'm looking in the master keyword list and the pirate code. I don't see marine versus marine. I don't really see that, so we might have to ask. Um, I don't see why not. Yeah. <laughs> it does say... Um, Unless the island he's on blocks his line of fire. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so ridiculous. <laughs> forts, it says forts may be built on the island normally. Opposing forts and marines may attack each other. So that's... There you oh, go. Dang. Land combat. Oh, put him on an uh, put him on an island that's got um, um uh, Fortaleza Dorada on it because Marines are S range. 
Hmm. Yeah, good point. Just never put them on an island that's got Perry Deese on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, land combat. Weird. Yeah, uh, land combat and pirates. Who'd have yeah, thought? Fun. Yeah, it's land robbers. Not even house rules or <laughs> campaign game rule sets. Um, okay, so I'll move on. Jack Hawkins, usually a pirate crew. One of the most um, most often, or I don't know, most frequently seen, I guess you could say, named crew in the whole game. He's got a lot of versions. Here he comes in with the Corsairs. Has a fitting ability to allow pirate crew on the ship, which is great for the Corsairs because uh, they don't have a lot of great named crew. And then he also has and, the twice ability. Yeah, SAT, which is an amazing ability for three points. Um, this Even one is five arg- points. Arguability. No, that's because he also allows you to bring on pirates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. SAT which is three. really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jack Hoggins, this version of him, arguably the best Corsair crew and really great on some of their ships like the Tiger's Eye can be really great with something like this forge. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, combine this with, I would say, Lady Baptiste, the promotional version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you get yourself Captain Reroller and Sat. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. Stay in the same that's sat, a good combo. I like that mm-hmm. a lot. That's Sat pure. That does come in at 11 points and two cargo spaces, so it is pretty expensive, but it's a pretty good combo, too. Yeah. Yeah, and there are a few um, Corsair ships that you wear that combo is good. Uh, there are a few 11.3 masters. I think that you could do that on handily. And I, th- with the exception of the Crescent Moon, I think all the uh, four masters you could do that on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going back to what you said about uh, most versions, without actually looking, I think there are five different versions of Jack Hawkins. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. there's that's that takes a cake for more than everyone else because everyone else says either like four or three. Mm-hmm. Um. Wait, let me check El Phantasma because I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, actually, I think El Phantasma ties him at five. Yeah. So let me check this. Him. That's funny because I think um, there's they're the ones Spanish that are rivals, right? I think the Hawkins no, he and Blackheart. Okay. No, it's Jack Hawkins and Blackheart. Oh, El yeah, Phantasma eventually now. becomes cursed. Yeah, I remembered it. Yeah, good point. Thanks. So oh wait, no, I think El Phantasma has it. Um, would you consider Spanish Main German separate from Spanish Main, considering some cards had different flavor text? No, nope. really, no. no. Okay, so Spanish Main, uh, Crimson Coast, uh, South China Seas, Davy Jones Curse, Ocean's Edge, and Rise of the Phoenix. Yeah, that's I seven about his... for El Phantasma. Um. I count six because, for in my opinion, the German six. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's the ability that's more or less the same. Yeah. So yeah, I forgot about um, his DJC version. Oops, and I like the curse too. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm, girl, you're in trouble now. Uh yeah, I am. Uh, right. It's just that he's so expensive. That version of him. Yeah. It's like world hater and reverse captain. It's like ugh. <sighs> Um, wait, whose who's turn was it to bring up Murat Rice? I think, I think it's yours because Ben just talked about Jack and we got off topic. Yeah. yeah. All right. Murat Rice, uh, pretty self-explanatory. World hater linked to uh, probably their best overall gunship. Good crew and one they desperately needed. Yep. Yeah. He's cheap enough to fit, I think, onto all of their ships. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to make their cannons more accurate, 
Um, you could put him on, but you would probably come down to, is it him or a captain? Because mm. I don't, there are very few where you could get both. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted, you could put him on, uh, what was that two-masted ship that was super slow again? The Dervish? Yeah, put him on Dervish. The, yeah. that he takes he would take up the entire point cost of the ship. You know. never get the first shot. <laughs> well, if you're like trying to make a garbage fleet or like a garbage uh, fleet, that yeah. would be a good place to put him. That's what my family's going to do at some point. But my play group, we're going to do a sort of build a garbage fleet and give it to the person next to you. I'm going to pick them Colonial Trader, and I'm going to pick them all sorts of other <laughs> terrible ships. Uh, yeah. Do the American crew have one of those? Um, um, uh, a doctor. I think yeah, the Americans they have they a do. doctor crew. Yeah, so, <laughs> oh, you know they got a revolution. Never mind. Yeah. yeah, so use the Colonial Trader with that doctor and uh, nothing else. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> That's a terrible I ship. I was confused at first. I was like, what? <laughs> or just fill every ship with uh, with shipwrights. No, because those are useful. You can repair masts. Yeah. yeah, but then you, you know, use a turn to do that. And you only uh, get one mask out of it. Still, shipwrights are useful. The okay, ability, just no. entirely explores then. Not because then you can explore the island in the same turn. You're faster. Hmm. I know. I mean, like we had a fleet challenge about capacity. this. Yeah. Yeah, we had a fleet challenge about this about a year ago. I think yeah. Volt hosted it, and I had yeah, two I, entries because my first entry was like, "No, that's too good." It's so like, "Okay, fine." <laughs> yeah. Went back and redid it. Yeah, I, was, I think I was the one that talked about that because you got to use ships that are wicked. Wicked, uh, small, wicked expensive, and tiny cargo. Then you, if fill you want the cargo a garbage? Cargo. Yeah, you fill up the cargo with crap, and then they can't do anything with the ship. It just gets rammed, and they lose. So, yeah. Yeah, for example, <laughs> for the Corsairs here, what you would want to do, you would want the Majestic, and you'd want the next guy up. You'd want Dragget. <laughs> yes, yes. He's five points. Good segue, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> All right, so... <clears throat> Dragut, um, Dragut, I don't know. He's got bad teeth. Look <laughs> 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 at the Corsair artwork. All of them that are like, you know, smiling with their teeth open. It's like, oh, dude, please go to a dentist. <laughs> John, John Ward is worse. He needs to like, yeah, a psychiatrist. I mean, look at his, like, his eyes are going in different directions. That yeah. reminds. Uh, I have a really juvenile screenshot somewhere. Um, I found. Uh, Revolution Guy Laplante on eBay listed for $4.20. So I took a screen cap where I zoomed way in, and it's just his like devilish grin staring at 420 because I <laughs> kind of think funny. Uh, yeah. Remind yeah, me to post and, that so nobody can laugh yeah, at it. The artwork between him and Revolution and then him and Fire and Steel, it's like, oh, dang. Uh, man. I've seen some stuff. He doesn't look happy anymore. He's like, <sighs> oh, yeah, anyways, true. Uh, yeah. Wait, no. I have a theory. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but A7X fan Ben is Guy Laplante because as soon as the game adds Sea Monster, he's, he's just like, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was as soon as the curse showed up in general. He was like, yeah. oh, I'm yelled. <laughs> really? Well, They're undead. So really? <laughs> really? <laughs> of course, there were people who felt that way when submarines showed up. It was like, subs? Yeah. What? Yeah. No. But then I like this. Like, ooh, subs, yay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Back to Dragut here. 
Uh, plus one to cannon rolls against forts with an S of her, and plus one to boarding rolls. Uh, one thing I, is weight niche. In big games, I can see it being good. If he only had the plus one to boarding rolls and was about three points cheaper, he'd be useful. Um, his first ability is better on a ship. His first ability is really, it's much better on a ship, in my opinion. I've just had a thought, um, and this could be a terrible idea, but what if you put him aboard Carthage and just used him as a really annoying, really slow way to kill forts in a big game? Yeah, I don't know if it works, um, because you're supposed to, like, not be able to technically dock at, like, an enemy island with a fort on it. It's kind of weird. You're not supposed to be able to dock there. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I don't think you can. Uh, yeah, you can't dock at an enemy fort, I believe. Yeah, I'm gonna you can make dock sure, one but... fort, but yeah, because no, we talked about that, I think, in the custom thread. Because uh, there was one of the customs um, that I made was each time a non friendly ship docks at this island, if the fort's on it, yada yada yada. But the point was. You know, you can't dock at uh, a non-friendly fort in the first place. Yeah. So, uh, interesting idea in concept, uh, but, but it doesn't work. Not, not possible with the Carthage. Mm-hmm. All right. Who yeah, wants to I don't about? particularly like drag it. He's like, eh. To me, he is to the Corsairs what the Blinking Ninety Nine are to the Kirsch. It's just like no. <laughs> use this ever yeah basically yeah. that's right alright uh, Ben you get to have the least Corsair sounding guy of all yeah John Ward except yes, his face except yeah. maybe Jack Hawkins yeah, this guy crazy. sounds like he should be English I think he is in the flavor text I think but, yeah. um, well I don't yeah, have please. a flavor text here can yeah. you guys both make the sound that you see him making yeah. One at a time. I just, I just see her him, first like, yelling or something like that. I don't know. Well, make the sound. Please. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough to know if he would... I don't know. Xerax, <laughs> what sound does he look like he's making? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Your turn, Ben. Yeah, I would say, like... Uh, <laughs> I feel like, it's like he's being stabbed or something. Yeah, I feel like I feel like, he's, I feel like he looks too dumb or drunk to like like drunk himself appropriately. Almost, in a way. Uh, I need yeah. to battle cry, but I'm six bottles deep. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, um, like, I'd yeah. Drunk, but I'm too drunk to do it. I need beer money, which is fitting for his ability. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need drinking money. <laughs> um, gotten quiet all of a sudden, Xerx. Huh? Yeah, yeah, your volume is down, Bill. Um but yeah, John Ward, overall he's not too good. I see his ability the ship may randomly take one treasure from any ship she touches. Um I see that as two points. I think it was elsewhere maybe. Um it's okay on a ship they have that maybe that's really fast and has a lot of cargo, but it's not really worth spending the cargo or the points on it. So it's better to get it like built into the ship, like the Splendor that I talked about earlier, which is a decent ship. Mm-hmm. Um, At least he's not very expensive. Yeah. 
Yeah, but that's at the same time, he's good at. He's not at expensive. The same time. Yeah. Um, I'll uh, I'll push this on to Alexandria now. First English ship in this set, and I think they're only they're only four masted uh, galley. Yeah. They would have gotten another one in Return to Savage Shores. But this is overall, I think, a pretty good ship. It does have kind of weak armament for a British foremaster in this point. It's got neighbor. galley syndrome. Yeah. It seems that all galleys have some a bad cannon on them somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So this has galley syndrome. But otherwise, yeah, for an English ship, it's got, you know, the best guns. Mm-hmm. And it does have enough... Uh, it does have enough firepower, durability, and cargo space that it is a, a hybrid. Yeah. Mm. I of. would more use this as a straight gunship. I wouldn't bother trying to make this a hybrid. I'd try to make this as um, efficient at shooting things as possible. Yeah. I have to. Agree. Because um, the faction bonus against the Corsairs, eh, I'm not probably going to... Yeah, with the exception of like campaign games, I'm probably not ever going to come up against the Corsairs ever. So, um, if I had to use this ship in a regular like forty to fifty point game, I would make her into as true a gunship as possible, because the English have other options to go and get gold that are, you know, either better or just don't bother using a hybrid. Choose one thing. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, the British do have very few good hybrids. So I think you're right about just using it as a gunship. Yeah. I could see maybe, like, Captain Helmsman and nothing else. Then you have two cargo to maybe uh, steal gold with the galley keyword, um, not getting pinned, stuff like that. But um, overall, I, I like the ship quite a lot. I have a soft spot for it because it's, it's so beautiful. It's this pure white. It's their only, like, I mean, the English are my favorite faction, of course. It's their only four-masted galley. And I would say four-masted galleys are possibly you know, the prettiest ship type in the game, just about. And uh, mm. it is pretty good, too, as a, as a ship overall. So I, I like it quite a lot. Yeah, they're either, like, the second or third most difficult ships to assemble. Maybe. Behind yeah. the various Probably. types of junk. Yeah, junk. Behind yeah. the various yeah. types of junk ships. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Turtle ships yeah. are pretty tough, too. I think I think submarines yeah. are underrated for uh, building. They're tough. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, you're right tough. there. I've had a couple where they don't want to stick in their card. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. In their little base, they just like to pop out. I've got a yeah. couple that are basically floating free from their own base, which is yeah. kind of funny, all things yeah. considered. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the uh, HMS Durham. Uh, uh, Schooner, plus one. What? I like this ship. Yeah, I like it too. Uh, <laughs> plus one to reporting goals. Me three. Um, yeah, yay. We all like the ship. <laughs> so we said that uh, the Alexandria is like you know more gunship than it is hybrid. This is an English hybrid. Yeah, it's a straight hybrid. Um, yeah, this is a straight hybrid. Uh, um, you can use it uh, to strictly to go and get gold. You can use it strictly to go and shoot things. You can use it to do both. Uh, with fifteen points, five cargo, and S plus L move with. Um, a mix of 2S and 3S cannons. Yeah, this is a good ship. Yep. Oh, and it uh, links to Lawrence, um, one of their few uh, English cancellers. Yeah, one of them Yeah, yeah. Which, yep. Overall, yeah, this is a nice package. I'd be willing to pay the 15 points to use this. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Yeah. There one are thing. a ton of excellent crew that go out with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
And um, since the English tend to trend expensive, 15 points on a ship, that's enough to net you one or two because, you know, that cargo space, try to keep some of it open. Uh, but yeah, this is enough to net you one or two uh, really good crew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's quite good. I will say this might sound weird, but this ship is sailing um, in the Caribbean Sea right now. I'm actually sitting in my room where uh, Command the Oceans is going on, my campaign game, and I'm literally, I looked over because I thought I was, I, I had a hunch that it was right there, and I looked to my right, and the ship is here, so I have it in my hand now. And it's a pretty good-looking ship, too. has some kind of weirdly, like, blue trim at the bottom of the hull a little bit, but yeah. Yeah, it's like a modeled um, uh, blue and brown. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of nifty-looking. Yeah, yeah. I have, mm-hmm. like, a couple versions of this. Um, I think I've got one. I think both of my brothers have one. Yeah. And I think I had a couple that I used to make customs with. I'm not positive, though. Mm-hmm. Nice. This is one of those ships that we got, like, four or five of them at once. Huh. And so sure. we each got one, and then we lost track of where the other two went. Okay. <laughs> and or we lost track of, like, you know, where our own versions of it went. Yeah. It was yeah, like, uh, Yep. Um, I'll cover yeah. the next one, HMS Granville. Um, and then after this, I'm going to take a quick little break, but you guys just keep going and I'll just, you'll just hear my voice again eventually. Um, but this one, right, sooner, right. it eliminates crew on the first hit. Um, I like it. It's a, it's a pretty good gunship. It, it's not nearly as good as some of their other ones, like maybe the Nautilus from Revolution that we covered, um, a few episodes ago, but with the three L cannons, solid speed, solid cargo, and a nice ability, I, uh, it's a pretty good ship. So I, I like using it. Mm-hmm. It's... It's more reminiscent of uh, the three-masted hybrids that aren't from this set because it's kind of hard to compare this to a ship like Tiger's Eye, which is absolutely cream of the crop. But this one probably is amongst the more underrated or at least underused ships of its type and size. Yeah, I would say that um, the one thing that might uh, turn people off about this is maybe that the cannons aren't, you know, rank two. Mm-hmm. But I'm like seriously nitpicking if I go there. Um, it's got schooner. It's got that nice, handy little crew elimination for cargo. There's room for a captain, a helmsman, and you know, a, an explorer, oarsman, and/or specialist, mm-hmm. or, or equipment. Yeah, a lot of good stuff you can do with this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll. Uh, I think we said about all there is to say about it. So I'm going to yeah, hop on to HS nice Actually, wait, before I hop on to Westminster, we, I, th- I think it has not been decided whether this ship is canonically the same as HMS Granville from Frozen North, which is an icebreaker. No, I thought that was the Durham. No, it's the HMS Granville that's the icebreaker. Really? Because yeah. well, I think there's two of the same ship in that set, too. I think there's a mm-hmm. Durham and Frozen North. Interesting. Uh, we'll okay, we'll on. have to check that out. Yeah, actually, if yeah, you I'll can go, Google I'll go that. I'm going to do a little uh, research here. Yeah, Let's you go take a little look. You look that up, and I'll uh, I'll start talking about the HMS Westminster, which is a not particularly good ship. It's not nearly as well armed as the Granville. It's more expensive, and it it does have a pretty solid ability, but it doesn't balance out well. Have you found anything about the uh, the Granville or Durham? Uh, I'm in the process of doing that. Hang on. All righty. Yeah, there's an HMS Durham in Frozen North. Um, it's switched to a three-masted uh, jib configuration ship and has uh, the reroll ability. 
And yeah, there's an HMS Granville in Frozen North as well. Uh, icebreaker on the turn the ship is pinned, eliminate one crew and one mass from the enemy ship. Yeah, yeah that's I don't want to be attacked strange. by that. Oh, so oh that's yeah, no, cool. that, that one is actually it made it to the top of my icebreaker ranking as the best of its kind. Yeah, but, but yeah, that, Fred, that was cool. So <laughs> I'm, I think, um, going back to what you said about whether it's canonically the same. I think both ships, I think that's in question for both ships. Because, uh, going back to the Durham for a second, uh, she's a four-masted schooner here in Barbary Coast. In Frozen North, she's a um, three-masted uh, jib configuration ship, which has a second deck on the back for that third mast. Yeah. Um, so, in the game, uh, that's quite the transformation. That's quite the transformation. Um, it, and especially since the timeline of Pirates is a little so funky. strange. Yeah. Yeah, I think like Frozen North is supposed to be. They're not actually Vikings. They're just pretending to be Vikings. They're cosplaying or something. <laughs> but they're <laughs> still the Vikings. Vikings. Yeah, it's like it's weird. So it's supposedly it's within they like you know Vikings going forward. that don't do anything. <laughs> And then you want to talk about another transformation, going back to the Granville, um, three-masted schooner to three-masted icebreaker. With square rigging. Um, yeah. Um, there's a, a, a forecastle and a back deck that doesn't have a mast in it for some reason. I don't know why they did that. I would have just... If all icebreakers were maybe a mast more, but kept everything else... If they had one more mast, but everything else about them stayed the same, like point cost, move, mm-hmm. cargo, they might be better ships. Mm-hmm. It, you know, that would have to be like you know a thought experiment for some other day, maybe. Yeah. So let's, I think yeah. Let's look at that at some point. Yeah, there's a Durham, there's an HMS Durham and an HMS Granville in Frozen North, and there's an HMS Durham and an HMS Granville here in Barbie Coast, mm-hmm. and incidentally. Um, in Barbary Coast, it's the Durham, and then it's the Granville. In Frozen North, it's the Durham. There's a there's another ship, and then it's the Granville. So they're both still reasonably close to each other. Huh. In terms there of may a, be a, some a continuity, but they yeah. just didn't feel like making them carry over or something. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm it's like... still a canonical question about the duplicates and whatnot. Um, I think the uh, no duplicates uh, thread would be a good place to look. Yeah, oh, that's what I'm, the, uh, I'm actually looking at that right now. Um, the current rule thread, the second post of that thread, Wolf posted the current no duplicates rule. And under same same or similar name, different ship, I see HMS Durham. So it is different. And then unknown, unconfirmed is the Granville. So, uh-huh. uh, hmm. um, right. so the Granville is the, the ship in question. Yeah. yeah, we're discussing the Westminster though. Um, I've had time to say everything I wanted to say about it. Well, I'm gonna go get some water real quick. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. All right. Yeah, the Westminster. So, uh, um, she's had a fun journey and command the oceans, um, but uh, overall the ship isn't great. the The ability and the cargo is good, but the price doesn't justify uh, the speed of the cannon. So it, it, it's all right, but really not that great. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so moving on to the antelope, the HMS antelope. Um, is that uh, one for me, or yeah, is sure. uh, that one? All right, yeah, yeah, I'll just go. All right, um, HMS antelope. Um, no ability. 
five points, two cargo, Esposal movement, and a pair of four L cannons, two masted ship. Yeah. Uh, it's a budget gold runner. Well, actually, no. Two cargo space. Uh. Okay, if you don't have HMS Patagonia, this is where Micron and Robinson go. Yeah. But if this you is have Micron and Robinson, you probably should have HMS Patagonia. Well, Patagonia, okay, is the Patagonia from a regular release of South China Seas, or is she one of the uh, limited editions? She's one of the LEs, LEs which means, yeah. if anything... All right, she's so yeah, there's a lot of her out there. Okay, so... Yeah. Um, five points, so... Flotilla tug, uh, Esposel, base move, use it to a flotilla. Uh, there are still better flotilla tugs out there. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Um, the only good thing about her, then, I guess, is that she's five points. Yeah. yeah so like you it. could uh, like, use one of the uh, plus five crew to bring her in. Uh, you could include her as you know, a cheap meat shield or something. Or, um, yeah, that's about it, actually. Yeah, yeah, like an empty, right. empty gold runner is usually what I would say for her. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, next one, HMS Lord Kenyon. Um, two hits from the same shoot action are required to eliminate one of the ship's masts. Other than that, pretty average in most ways. Solid cargo. It is an upgrade over the Lord Caldwell from Revolution, which is the same exact thing, but with two cargo. Um, so it's, it's a solid ship. I guess it could be kind of a hybrid with Captain Helmsman. And then you have good durability with two spaces over left over, but other than that, uh, not too noteworthy. I, I yeah. think that she's a little bit too average to warrant that high of a cost for a two-masted ship. Yeah. Well, conversely, that's a nice defensive ability, and I think ten points for uh, her at that size with those stats is acceptable. Yeah, if she okay. had the same point cost, but she was faster then she would be really good but if she was slower she'd be downright useless practically um i will say as someone who has played with someone who is not at all afraid of ramming other ships uh, a two-masted ship with this ability eh, i wouldn't i wouldn't use it yeah except maybe as like you know a guard ship in a campaign game yeah yeah this ability is better with uh larger ships definitely yeah yeah, I mean, the uh, best ship with this ability has, like, you know, gone down in infamy, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll advance on to St. George. This, I mean, it looks like a terrible ship, but I think at its very best, it's a flotilla tug. Just put a ship right aboard. Mm, I would also add an oarsman to that uh, build as well. Maybe. Because even though the galley keyword allows it to move while derelict, that does not protect the ship from being captured. And yeah, in my right. experience, being able to uh, being able to keep my ship my ship uh, is a big uh, thing. But yeah, flotilla tug um, with a shipwright. Yep, and as you that's said, a horseman. good thing. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> All right. So moving on to the crew for the English, we've got Admiral Robert Blake. Um. Factional cannon bonus against the Corsairs, and the same action, twice ability, and he links to all English ships, so... He should be three points. Mm, I could justify it at four, maybe. Yeah. Since same action twice is a three-point ability, and the factional cannon bonus, um, even though it's limited in option, it shouldn't be a freebie. 
So I he, I could see him at four, maybe yeah. as opposed to five. Me too. But even, even then, though, he's still a pretty a pretty decent option. Oh yeah, definitely. Only within the vacuum of this set, though, because there's way too much good stuff outside. Yeah. Yeah. Apple? Just uh, taking the same action twice ability. I mean, the best person for that is uh, going back to Spanish Maine. That's uh, Sir Christopher Mings. The next best one might be um, Lieutenant Ducey Chads, who I think has a factional bonus, but it's against the Pirates, and he's a point less than Blake is here. I think he is five, I'm pretty sure. He's not four. Um, I I thought he was. Yeah. I I like Blake a lot. Partly because I love the historical side of things, and uh, you can kind of see it in the flavor text. Um, yeah. yeah. Their greatest admiral of the 17th century, especially against the Dutch and all those Anglo-Dutch wars. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I, I like that for that. Um, and then SAT is an ability I'll always pay for, um, especially in campaign games. I mean, you pretty much have to use this guy. He's always great. So um, I'll move on. Yeah. Um, oh. One last thing about Blake. I like yeah. that he links to all English ships. Yeah, that's really good. Because that too. means I could put him on the HMS Grand Temple and still yeah. have three cargo spaces open. Yep. Yeah, they never really factored that big link, the all all encompassing link into the point cost, but I that that alone could justify one or two points. So yeah. Um, yeah. Lawrence uh, is next. Um, uh, the English Chancellor. This guy was on my wants list for a long time. I finally got him. Um, super important to the English, along with Bradley. Later in the set, a uh, good link to a very good English ship, the Durham, which we talked about earlier. Uh, I've already talked about cancelers um, from our first set review, and uh, they're just amazing. I'd like to add on something real quick. Um, ben, you talked about how you don't really like time period stuff being muddied up, right? Yeah, kind of. Like, I mean, it's it's so vague and like all over the place that like trying to figure it out is kind of it. It's kind of almost futile to a degree. So. Well, yeah, um, this is another case of either film reference or historical reference, because Lawrence, in this case, is a reference to Lawrence of Arabia, or yeah. T.E. Lawrence, who lived yeah. between, what, wait, let me check the uh, the dates here. era. Yeah. He yeah. was alive for the World War One. He lived uh, between think. 1888 and 1935, yeah. so he's, um... That's very much the modern era. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe we can so, be accustomed. Make a millennial a custom crew. Discover <laughs> <laughs> the founding youth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I do have one that's based off of a. Uh, I do have one custom that's based off of a current uh, figure, but it's it, it's such kind of a stretch with the wordplay with the name that I don't think anybody would ever get it. Yeah. Well, All I right. got it when I first saw him. I'm like, oh, Lawrence of Arabia. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, that makes yeah. like no sense at all. Um, within the timeline, and I said this earlier when we talked about the Durham and the Granville, the timeline of Pirates like, you know, does circles in on itself. It's wonky at best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, I'll push on to Roderick the Pure. Um, he's another... He's interesting, but he's an overpriced uh, boarding roll booster, although he does have a couple good... Or a couple interesting links. That's why he's interesting. The plus one to boarding rolls at four points. Bleh. But the people he links to are from other nations, right? Yeah. Yeah. And this is like the, I think the only instance of links existing across factional lines. Yeah. Because these guys are supposed to be like, you know, um, I think all three of the guys, uh, him, 
Bunoy de Marseille and Don Rafael de Teresia are all supposed to be like Knights of Malta or something. Yeah. It's all that is right there in his flavor text. Yeah. Fighting alongside the Knights of Malta, he came to see them as the true protectors of the kingdoms of Europe. So he left the Royal Navy to become a warrior in the fight against the Barbie Corsair Scourge. Yeah. I remember, uh, I think there was a post, maybe in the rules thread or something, I think it was within the past year or maybe two years, Wolf posted about how it's almost impossible to use this link. I think there was like a couple ships you can use it on, but it's, it's so impractical that it like, it's just, there's no reason to do it other than to say you did it the one time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like uh, if one of those ships that has crew of any nationality may use your piece on this ship built into it, uh, coming to the top of my head, there's the black Swan, uh, from revolution, but the point limit would force you to use Jonah if you wanted to have better crew options on board, too. Yeah, well, luckily the Black Swan is pirate, so there's... Uh, and has a lot of space. Yeah. yeah. The other option that comes immediately to my mind um, from the Disney set is the Grand Barnacle, which has the same ability. Mm-hmm. It's virtually the same ship, but the cannons are worse. And the, <laughs> and the, cargo, <laughs> the exact same thing. Oh, yeah, and I think the Barnacle has more cargo. Yeah. Five. Uh huh. But otherwise, yeah. I thought yeah. Black Swan had five too. I think the Black Swan has four. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a more. Um, I think the Swan is a more combat-oriented five master. Mm-hmm. While the Barnacle tries to be a hybrid five master, but kind of fails. Yeah, a little wait, bit. Yeah. Wait, uh, now that we're mentioning five masters, are there any in this set? No. no. And there oh. are, unless no I think, yeah, there's no pirates. And with the exception of the uh, Corsairs, all ships are schooners or the um, blockade runner type ships at two masts. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Every ship is a schooner. The four masted galleys and four masted schooners were pretty much the capital ships of this ship, this set. So there's no like standout fives to make, to have like good gunships. But yeah. Yeah. Roderick the Pure. Um, a rare example, one of my least favorite English crew. I, I dislike him strongly. Um, his overrated ability and it should be two points. I mean, Lynch's noose is two points, so no reason to use him at all, really. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, I'll, Moving on, I, don't, I who, think... Who's on deck? I, I think so. Lawrence. I did Lawrence. Uh, yeah. yeah, Ben talked about Lawrence. Yeah. We all kind of chimed in on Roderick. Yeah. Um, uh, would you so, like to talk about Owen? Yeah, sure. Uh, Commodore Rise Griffin Owen. Reese, uh, maybe? Reese, Rise. No, it's because he has a version from Crimson Coast. Riz? I, I don't Because the rest of the Ys are pronounced yeah, so Riz? I don't know. Wait, <laughs> Just use wait, the abbreviation can... Cargo, C-R-G-O. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's how I do it, yeah. All right, so he's... Um, a limit ransom re-rolling crew. Um, he's a little interesting uh, because of the bit where it says choose one English crew during setup. This crew is linked to that crew, but he also has a link to a ship. So he links to the HMS Granville, which is a little odd. Because yeah. yeah. not many zero point crew have links to ships. Yeah. I mean, the only other one who has a link to a ship, I think, is Sean Cannonball Gallus from Mysterious Islands. Godiva. Mm-hmm. I think Godiva has one to the... Oh, Heroica. yeah, Godiva Oh, yeah, does. I forgot about her. I think it's because I didn't have her for the longest time. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, essentially, he's a free... Well, not free. He's a re-rolling crew. Um, 
he forces you to choose between do you want plus five points or do you want to have a re-roll. And the ransom ability, um, ransom confuses me endlessly. It's one of the few abilities that I still do not fully understand. Yeah, yeah, it's really weird. It's probably one of the abilities in the pirate code that has the most questions, like, still to be answered. (laughs) Like, we, we always, in the Vassal tournaments, we always find rules questions with ransom, so... Yeah, if you sink the ship he's on, he's worth one gold to the person who did the sinking. If you capture the ship he's on and bring it back to your home island, he's worth five gold. Or something. If you capture him with a gold capture crew like um, Aruz Barbarossa, he's five gold instantly. So it's it's a weird keyword. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I guess I'll go... Yeah, I'm up next. Okay. Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. First mate is male. This one, this he's a cool dude. Uh, plus one I think it's a pretty important ability. Takes up no cargo space. Yeah, I think I don't know. I still think some people overrate it a bit. I, uh, it's good. I just think it's unnecessary to use a lot of times, and I think two would be a little bit better cost. But it it is good, definitely. Yep. I think yeah. there are times when it's an excellent addition, and it will allow you to turn something that either is a hybrid into a gold runner or just allow for one of those abilities period or one yeah, of those I mean, roles. Yeah. Within this set, if you put him on the Durham or the Alexandria, it makes those ships that much better. Mm-hmm. Like, especially if you put him on the Alexandria, then the Alexandria really enters into a uh, hybrid territory with five cargo, as opposed to its uh, start of four. Mm-hmm. Incidentally, the uh, other versions of this ability, like, um, I saw this used in, I think, one of the campaign games I played. Uh, someone put Gentleman Jacquard, who was from the um, Disney Pirate set, has mm-hmm. the same ability, same point cost. Someone put him on the Banshee's Cry. Oh. <laughs> I mean, he'll fit with the points and all. You can do that, and then you can put a zero-point crew on there. Or an Explorer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's well, one of the few wait, combos you can do with the Banshee's Cry. Point. Yeah, so yeah. With the English, he's really uh, he's good all around. Uh, this ability really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And point cost of three, uh, I find that to be fair. Yeah. Because mm-hmm, it's a good enough buff that it can't really be two points, I think. And at three, it's usable when you really need it. Yeah. All right. La Espada de Dios is, I think, a pretty awesome ship actually. Because it's yeah. got a useful ability, it's got all the stats that it really needs to support that, yep. and it's not—it's expensive, but it's not an outrageous cost. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it as like a kind of not a hybrid, but a cross between like raiding gold from home islands, getting gold from mm-hmm. wild islands because you have so much cargo, and or using the galley keyword to steal gold from enemy ships. So it's like a triple purpose gold getter sort of in my opinion yeah, it's a do it all yeah. do it all ship yeah, you can, except, except straight combat I would not yeah. use this for straight combat Yeah. although uh, you but, could if you threw the right crew aboard too yeah, if yeah. you had to yeah I mean if I had to use this for straight combat I would find a way to do it yeah. but I wouldn't go out of my way to do it yeah. Uh, yeah. with that I wouldn't. cost the cargo space and the base move and the really poor armament toward the rear yeah 
Yeah, and yeah. In, a, in a fleet challenge, I use Bianco's haulers on this, so then when you raid an enemy home island and you're sitting there, you oh. get shot at while docked. So. Ooh. Yeah, that's <laughs> a really yeah. good combo. Yeah, it's pretty well, Especially if you put um, either version of... if you Since either version of Bianco's haulers will link with Master Bianco, yeah. you can afford to put either version of Master Bianco on this ship with the haulers. Yeah. And then, mm -hmm. so the cargo master yeah. version of him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you have and the points, you can do secret holds. Then they can't shoot at you, and they can't board you to get the gold back. So that's pretty evil. But yeah, it's good. And then there's more because there's also stuff like Dominic Freda and a helmsman that you could throw aboard to uh, continue to augment it. Yeah. The Spanish have all kinds of good options. Yeah. Yeah. This is easily one of their uh, I would say it's unassuming because I don't see people mentioned all that much, yeah. but it is an amazing ship yeah it's underrated yeah. and a lot of fun yep mm -hmm. yeah i'm right. also so far as to say underused as well yeah Agreed. i don't see this used a lot um it's rarity is rare but i wonder if within the set itself it was actually not it was actually like hard to find yeah the I'm links sure. intrigue me a little bit uh because i look at you know things like the links so uh almirante carlos pavan y maranda He's from the next set. Yeah, he's in all Spanish ships. Yeah, yeah, I know. But the second one, Comandante Antonio de Silva. I think there's two different versions of de Silva. I think yeah. there's one from Spanish Spain, and then I think there's a promotional one from here, Barbary Coast. Yeah. Which he's the same yeah. art. Yeah. 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 So I wonder which one it is. It'll be the, the one from this set. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, should we roll into Granada? Yeah. All right. I think that's yours, though, Zarex. Oh, me? Really? See? Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I told you it's mail, so yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, so we've got a schooner who's got uh, plus one to, uh, cannon and boarding rolls against the Corsair ships. Uh, 13 points, four cargo, um, S plus S base move. A very nice front cannon, um, and then mediocre to average um, from there. Uh, it's kind of meh to me. Especially for four-masted Spanish ships. Yeah. Um, uh, like you said, the factional bonus is eh. Um, yeah. She reminds me of um, a high school that's uh, out here near where I live that I despise completely. So, <laughs> yeah. hmm. no, a, if a ship reminds you of a school you don't like, then that says a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's the it's the name. Um, yeah, it's spelled differently, but only by one letter. Yeah. It's like an E instead of an A for the first one. Oh yeah, Grenada. Wait, or Granada, I don't know. Granada. I didn't go there. I don't like them. <laughs> Hopefully if anyone who listens went there, I'm sorry. <laughs> A little bit. That would be funny. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, you uh, yeah. But This one, yeah. to me... It's kind one, of a... Yeah. What were you going to say? Uh, with 13... Uh, at 13 points in four cargo, it's a not very good hybrid, maybe... Yeah, to Maybe. me, um, it's a ship. I don't know. I just have I've had amazing luck with it. It's like for me, it's like super special. Um, just because like it's one of those ships you almost have to use to like fully uh, 
grasp it. I don't know. I like putting a fire pot specialist and assigning it specifically to that 2S cannon at the bow, which is usually oh, the, yeah. first, the first cannon to get in range. And I've had incredible success with this ship in my um, campaign games in general. It started with um, the experimental cumulative game where the ship did pretty well for the Spanish. And then in Vassal Campaign Game 1, this ship fired the first like shots of actual warfare um, when I declared war on the French as the Spanish. And the Granada got things started by shooting at a fort. She performed well for the Spanish in that game. And now in Command the Oceans, the Spanish aren't doing you know, so well, you know, spoiler alert, but she just blew a hole. <laughs> she, yeah, she blew a hole in the wall of the castle, and now she's, like, setting American ships on fire with her firepower specialist. So it's not an exceptional ship, but um, if you use it, um, it, it can be a lot of fun, and I've just had amazing luck with it. So to me, it's it's pretty special, and it's and underrated, I guess, as a result. All right, so that's probably why I'm kind of meh on it, because yeah, I don't yeah. think I own this ship, which means I haven't used this ship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So uh-huh. I'll I'll go through my collection, make sure I don't have this, and if I don't, I'll add it to my want list. Yeah. <laughs> um, own all the Spanish ships. <laughs> um, the next one, Pamplona. Um, it's a three-masted schooner. Oh, no. Um, reroll and SL-based move are the best characteristics. Other than that, it's quite boring um yeah i really have much else to say um it's not really great at any one thing kind of like some of those corsair um ships we talked about earlier um just not really a lot to say meh is all i have to say about it yeah do you have anything spanish uh, if the spanish had one of those uh fleet admiral guys um like roll of six you get an extra action this would be a good ship to put them on but I don't think the Spanish have any of those that are um, official released by WizKids. I, I think I made a custom Spanish crew that does that, but that doesn't always count. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of, eh. Well, I suppose you could might be able to use the reroll if you're exploring a mysterious island. Yeah, I guess. Uh, there are other ships I'd rather use for that, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The next one will be interesting. Because Derek's, so. Derek's and I will like it, but God Mason probably won't. <laughs> uh, no, I don't because, because it is a lame duck. El Paso is a lame <laughs> duck in every way except for the real good ability. <laughs> Which is amazing. <laughs> I won't argue that. I don't have experience, but yeah. you guys do, and you know that it's good, so I'm going to go with your judgment there. Yeah. That said, it is still expensive for how crap a ship it is yeah yeah it's not that great it's mediocre but i just it's, uh every source of like you have to understand like Zerx and i were like we're like hardcore campaign game players like we do it like every year and like we monstrous games so like any basically any source of the canceler ability is like pure gold to us so it's like massively <laughs> it's important. in a campaign game yeah. it's the most sought after uh resource you can get or you want uh, after the uh, extra action stuff, yeah. Yeah, which much. makes the um, privateer pieces or the minor faction pieces that have this ability, like uh, Christian Fior mm-hmm. um, and a couple others, it makes them uh, highly sought after in campaigns. Yeah. Yep, that's why I just launched Fior in CG3 recently. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's the Paso, um, and along with you can you can protect El Corazado specifically have the Paso coming along with, like, Captain Helmsman, Oarsman, 
and maybe even like a shipwright too, really loaded up, and then have the Acorazado with like uh, Nemesio Diaz aboard, and have two cancelers. So then they have like immense defenses to get through. Oh, it's so fun! It's it's like a super, yeah. super squadron. I coined <laughs> the term in CG one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and by itself, it's kind of eh. Yeah. I mean, I will give it that. The base statistics are not brilliant for it, yeah. but they're not, in my opinion, too terribly bad. Um, there's enough space to put a captain and a helmsman and a specialist crew or equipment. Actually, equipment would be better to take care to take advantage of the L range. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. And it, yeah, you can do so like a shot. fire shot or an exploding shot. Mm-hmm. I like exploding shot personally. Yeah, I, because I'm, it does more bang for your buck yeah. damage. I'm starting to like all of them a lot less because they just keep backfiring me like crazy. It's insane. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Yeah. Well, that's also why I like I prefer exploding shot over fire shot. Yeah, yep. Because it'll eliminate a mast, but it doesn't set you on fire. Yeah, I think that's part. So maybe they factored that into the cost. Maybe that's why it's three, not two, to a degree. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I think I, you, think, I think we do have to accelerate uh, how yeah. quickly we get through <laughs> these because this is already running longer than any set review. Yeah, uh, or any episode um, in general. Uh, so can I go? you guys into talking about La Serpiente? Yeah, that's Bill. Yeah, that's Serpiente. So can start it. Yeah. Uh, you may double the range of their ship's cannons each turn, but you must roll a six, a six showing to hit. Okay. Oh, I think that text is wrong. I think somebody's trolling. Me. Honestly, so it never uh, said that. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have the card on me handy. Yeah. Um, it doesn't say that. Well, I think I prefer the Ocean's Edge version of this over this one. Really. Yeah, because the Ocean's Edge version of this has a crew elimination ability. No, that's the Reconquistador. Reconquistador. Oh, really? Yeah, that's why I, I was surprised. Uh, yeah. Okay, I get them confused because they look similar, Yeah, I think, and, is, is yeah, what got me. Yeah, the guns and the cargo all right. are all similar. Too. So, this is a this is like a little gunship. Mm-hmm. You put a captain and a helmsman on board, you've got uh, 11 points, decent cannons... Uh, nifty uh, extended range ability. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a cool little ship. Probably not amazing, but fun to use. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, I fun to use. Not um, not all-star of any game, really, but yeah. a good ship to use occasionally. Yeah, yeah it is pretty cool. Um, next one, El Toro. Um, not the Titan, not the Crab. Um, they actually got a, <laughs> a blockade runner. Um this one's well, they're both Spanish. Yeah. So you could link El Pescador to this guy. Ooh. Since it doesn't say any different. Ooh. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> well, I'm reaching there on that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm reaching on that one. Yeah. I, I think it's it so funny enough. That yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, makes a whole lot more sense. That's one of my favorite things about the podcast, finding like new and niche uh, uses for ships that you wouldn't think of. Um, but other than that, um, this ability is just far better on a ship with at least four masts. Um, the guns are good, but the ability makes it so pricey that it's very impractical to use. Yeah, I would say that that ability on a ship that small is uh, a good way to counter ramming. Right, because you know two masts, you could take it out by ramming, but the big deal about ramming is you eliminate a mast, which eliminates a cannon, and here the cannons aren't eliminated. Yeah, yep. So if the ship is uh, derelict, well, actually no. Uh, if she has at least one mast and or an oarsman on her, yeah. she's still shooting very accurate cannons at you. Yeah. I think with these ships, what I've noticed is with the updated 
oarsman keyword that makes it not derelict, any ship with this ability basically needs an oarsman. Like, it shouldn't even be a question. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, and the most famous ship with this ability is the Dreadnought. Yeah. yeah. Which, you you could debate whether if it's the best ship with that ability or not. That's for another time. I'd argue that as a whole, it's a case of expensive ship with a not particularly fitting ability. Uh, You know, looking into the whole oarsman thing aside. So I don't see it as one I'd personally use. Yeah, I I like the ability. I really do. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I'd use this. Maybe maybe if the base move was S plus S as opposed mm-hmm. to L. Maybe. maybe if she was faster to begin with, I would consider paying the 12 points to use her. Yeah. But uh, as it is, I would probably, if I, uh, I would use this in a campaign, really. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the one place I think I'd use this a campaign. Yeah. <laughs> mm. right. Alonso de Orozco is <laughs> another one of those one-mastered ships that's like, oh, let's put a good ability on it and forget the fact that all one-mastered ships are basically suicide to use in any combat situation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this one's terrible, honestly. It really is. I have a soft mm-hmm. spot for this one a little bit. Oh, really? If only because I got like three or four of this in a trade with someone here on trading. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was because I traded uh, or I bought some ships off them, and they tossed in some extras. Oh. So me and my brother each have one of these. Oh, nice. And we know that it's not a particularly good ship, but every time we say the name, we say it super excitedly. So it's never just Alonso de Orozco. It's Alonso de Orozco! Nice. <laughs> we say that to each other all the time. It's like a running gag we do. Yeah, nice. I suppose if you wanted to, it's got that reverse captain, smoke pot specialists, but been there, done that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. One master ship, it's kind of eh. Yep. Especially a one master ship that's got a reasonably accurate cannon. Yeah. And right, although with that whole um, with that whole thing, I'd want to compare how Alonso de Orozco does versus uh, Nimcha. Yeah. Well, I think uh, this one has a, has a better standing cannon. And mm-hmm. I, it's got the same cargo. Uh, it's a little slower, I think. Yeah, it you know, is. Me, yeah, yeah, it's slower. As yep. However, yep. the big difference is faction. Yep. Uh, there are so many more good Spanish crew than there are uh, Corsair crew. Mm-hmm. This ship would win hands down every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, Tariq the Black, anyone? Yeah. Uh, I don't good. like this guy. Yeah. Overpriced captain. Yeah, I thought yeah. he was good. I thought he was good at first, but then, um, but then you realize that he's pretty unnecessary. One thing you could, do, okay, I just thought of something. The Spanish don't have an admiral crew. Roll a six, any action. Oh yeah, um, okay. So Kira that's still did. a pretty expensive way to get that ability. Absolutely. Wait, hold on a sec. Um, well, how expensive Spanish is the Pamplona? Oh, the Pamplona is a perfect place for him. Eleven. You yeah. put him on the Pamplona, and then you could put on uh, Kira Din. Yep. Six and five, it's 11 points, it's perfect. Nice. Huh. That's like All the right. only good reason to use it, maybe. Yeah. That is <laughs> the only reason to use Pamplona. Yeah. 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 yeah well, I think, perfect. Perfect yeah. combo. Nice. Although I'm not sure, do the Spanish have uh, other ships that have the reroll ability built into them? Yeah, I'm sure there's a few, but I don't know how many. So, <laughs> it's just case in point of what we what's fresh on the mind. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I mean, his name is cool, Tariq. Yeah. Um, but everything else about him is kind of eh. Yeah. Uh, the next mm-hmm. crew, Dominic Frida. This is definitely the most underrated, 
underrated and underused version of him. Because um, everyone uses the fi- um, the Rise yeah. of the Fiends versions. Yeah, there's two Rise of the Fiends versions that are great for cargo ships or gold runners. Um, this one is similar to Admiral Robert Blake, basically the Spanish version of him. But any source of the SAT ability uh, is is good. I mean, it, it, the ability realistically is worth five or six points um, in ha- terms of how good it is in gameplay. So this one is underrated and uh, so forgotten about, really. Yeah, I actually just recently discovered him because I was, you know, playing a campaign and I was like looking for, okay, I need some Spanish crew who do this. Let's go search. And I found him like, oh, oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Um, I'm not sure if I have him in my collection or not. Um, Yeah, I think I do. It took me forever to get him. I think I have him. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have him now, too. Yeah. Um, And it's another case where it's like it's he's the same guy in Rise of the Fiends, but his name is spelled differently. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's Dominic as yeah. opposed to Dominique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So That's Don Rafael y de Teresa is a doctor crew, and I demand that we right. move on because there's nothing to say. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we already covered yep. them. And nothing to say about them. They're bad. Use them for Admiral Alarico Castro. Nice. Alarico Castro. See? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, is that me or is that... Um, Let's say it's you. Yeah. All right, cool. All right. Um, he's a slight upgrade over his... Um, um, and I say uh, and I say slight, and I mean it. It's a slight upgrade over his Spanish main version. He now uh, gives you an extra action as opposed to the same action. Yeah. I mean, the two are almost interchangeable. Um, it's a really good ability. Um Links to Castro's loyalist still, and links to Granada. Okay, that's nifty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not really. Extra action versus well, in my opinion, I like to see how where things link. I think that's interesting because um, Link uh, puts there uh, in my mind it's like a flavor implication that he's on that ship or something. Yeah. So I like to look at uh, who links to who and whatnot. But yeah, five points, extra action. Um, what's, who was the guy who did this for the English and Spanish main? It's a reskin of him. Uh, it's Morgan reskin for the Spanish. And it's a good thing the Spanish have this. Captain Morgan. <laughs> I, I love me rum. Promoted to Admiral, maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, so, link yeah. The, the link to the Granada is decent. Does it make that ship a potential hybrid? you could do Captain Helmsman, Castro, and then the next crew, Vaccaro, or however you pronounce it. And then that would Gato. be... Yeah, that'd be 23 points for you'd still have two cargo spaces for, you know, you'd have SSS potentially doubled with S- uh, EA with reroll. So, not a bad one. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, the next one is basically just like Owen or CRGO yeah. Cargo, the Spanish version of it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Lucas Vaccaro. Yeah, most, mm-hmm. of the, most of the factions yep. got their zero LR re-roller in this set. That was nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because of that, would you like to lead off on Saint-Denis? Yeah, I can do that one. Um, this right. one is a French, the Fr- the only French four-masted galley, kind of contemporary to the Alexandria. S-boarding, um, all L-range cannons, nice. I mean, it's a good ship, uh, good speed. It's good in most categories. Well, I shouldn't say that, but I mean, the cargo's average and the guns aren't that great, but I, I kind of yeah. have a soft spot for pretty much all four-masted galleys, especially the unique ones. 
Um, by that, I mean the ones where the faction only got one of them. Um, like in this case, um, it's, it's a solid boarding ship, um, maybe a slightly underrated hybrid. Um, it's, I don't know, it's fun to use, but it's not great, but it's, it's very beautiful as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice, clean-looking uh, ship, but not particularly exceptional, especially when compared to to some of her uh, some of her classmates. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Even the next one. L'Ange de la Mer um, is actually a pretty typical gunship. Has a pretty useful ability, yeah. but uh, uh, it's just. It's it's almost a hybrid. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like the, the uh, schooner version of possession, whatever. Yeah, yeah, or within this own set, it's a cheaper version of uh, the Intrepid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit. Yep. Uh, Eric, do you want to do? Uh, <laughs> Le Guru. Hilarious. I'm I'm not. Wait a minute. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to pronounce French all that well, so I uh, gloss over that P on the end there, so I say Lilou Garo. Huh. Um, interesting ship, in my opinion. Um, yeah. <laughs> ghost bizarre. ship... Yeah, ghost ship makes it really expensive. I don't know why ghost ship is uh, so expensive, but huh. it's interesting in that it's one of the few ghost ships in the game. It's not a very common ability ghost ship. Yep. And it's one of the few instances where ghost ship is not on a pirate ship or a cursed ship. Yep. So um, it's, it's so bizarre, you know, like seventeen yeah. points for a three master. The cannons are weird, kind of like a galley, but it's a schooner, and then it has ghost ship, but like, but it's French, so it's just bizarre. It's really, it's really yeah. not good at all. You can make a case it's sort of one of the worst French ships. Um, or one of the worst ships, period. Um, yeah, kind of, yeah. I wouldn't go that far to say it's the worst ship, uh, period. Yeah. I, well, um, I like looking at, once again, looking at the link, uh, Jordan Dumas, or Dumas, is a re-rolling captain. So, and the ghost ship keyword, if you're ghostly, you won't be rammed. Well, you can't be rammed. And you can use it to um, uh, get away from people by just sailing through them. Yeah. So there are advantages to ghost ship, but... Yeah, this is an expensive ship with average cargo and not very good cannons. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I would say that I've, the base speed makes this uh, um, a decent-ish ghost ship. Yeah, I, so I, many I, ships have ghost ship and like have L or S. Yeah, I do have a question about this ship's role, though. Um, yeah, what is it? So, if a ghostly ship is say towing a flotilla, mm-hmm. um. You know how you can sail, I think, through islands over terrain through other ships. How does the flotilla interact with those? They wouldn't I don't be able to... think ghost ships can tow while they're ghostly. Oh, yeah, maybe not. Hmm. Yeah, I think that it said it in the, um, in the keyword. Yeah. I, there goes that idea out the window. Yeah. Otherwise, that's a uh, nifty idea. Uh, Espacel used uh, to tow around a flotilla. Oh. It's fast. It's an expensive tug. And not actually all that fast for a tug. It's weird. Okay, this is weird. It says, a ghostly ship cannot end a move action with any part physically overlapping an island or another ship. So maybe if you were ghostly, or no, you weren't ghostly, you go up, you start towing a flotilla, 
And then it doesn't say anything. It just says cannot be ram, ram, rammed, pin, board, not dock. Um, it doesn't say it can't tow. I'll look in the pirate code ah. soon. But um, All right, so, so maybe still that would be a question opposed to Wolf. Yeah, about exactly. I, I does think, I think, the flotilla become I think you could, ghostly I think too? I think you could tow the no. flotilla when you're not ghostly and then become ghostly. But then, I mean, the flotilla still would not be able to go through the island because it would need its own sorts of a keyword. But yeah, or the other ship. <laughs> yeah. If you were ghostly, you could like sail through a ship, but like you know, bump the um, the flotilla up behind it. <laughs> oh, I was like, you know, a wrecking ball kind oh of. My it's God, like that's awesome. Bye bye. Wait, if I could, I would sing that in French, and it would be funny. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a great idea. Yeah, it's like a slingshot or some kind of. Oh, that's great. Wrecking Ball Flotilla. Make a new <laughs> Or just like, or since you know, now that we've discovered that apparently for now you can tow a ship while ghostly, use a derelict. <laughs> Wait, what if you got one of those? Okay, how would this work? What if you got one of those ships that has the uh, the thing where it kills a crew and yes. knocks down a mast when it's, uh, oh, yeah. when it's towed? Yeah. What if you use the ghostly Lilu Guru? To pull a derelict one of those into another yeah. ship. Yeah, that, would I don't be know. that might work. I think it's really that's it's another work. one of those stupid, funny things that's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's a really good real question though, because I don't know if what is getting towed stops the towing ship's move action, because then you wouldn't you can't overlap when you're ghostly. So I'm not sure if yeah. you continue with the rest of your segments. That's a super good rules yeah. question. Oh, that's awesome. And since the um, um, you're you're referring to those ships that have the ability like of the glorious treasure. Yeah. Since I think those ships say when this ship is, it's it's, it's either when it's pinned or when it does ramming. So yeah. since you're towing it, it's technically not moving on its own. Yeah. Good point. Although I don't know, you could house rule it. Yeah. Another another <laughs> That'd be one. So I thought, fun to do. The one I thought God Mason was gonna say is a ship with a crew massacre ability. Like the Jikininki. Like something like that. Oh. Like it's, a, it's, a ter- it's a terrible ship, but all it requires is boarding. And boarding doesn't even require ram. As long as you're hitting the other ship, um, oh. then you can board. So you, you could okay. do like a suicide like attack so you could ghostly <laughs> and drag that into something. So <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, and the Jikininki right. is actually derelict in Command the Oceans right now. So maybe I'll try to get a ghost ship over there and try yeah. to do it. <laughs> uh, the Guishan yeah. would not be ideal for that. Oh we need God, to like, yeah. write Overlap. all these situations down to ask Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. we're we're doing that thing where we're accidentally finding some really interesting uses for a ship previously thought to be one of the worst. Yep. Well, I never thought this ship was uh, bad. I just thought it was maybe expensive. Yeah. That's because yeah. you were wrong. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty bad, but I've used it in campaign games as like kind of a scout, like in... Um, in what was it? Oh, in Economy Edition, it was like a scout ship that went like really fast. I think I had Dupuis aboard to go SLS twice with a helmsman, um, so you could get you could get like something done really quickly. But just like unloading a you know like an island upgrade, unloading it really quick. Or in uh, in Command the Oceans, it's been like a whirlpool expedition type ship. So anyway, all right, I'll move on. Get something uh, done really quickly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, not this, not this air review. No. Um, <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, let's talk about La Monique. Yeah, uh, this one is good. Um, I mean, well, not really. It's, it's okay. The firepower Execution. is good. But unless you know you're going to be facing the Americans, 
Um, it's just a pretty boring, average support to massive gunship. It's not executioner. That's his problem. <laughs> Every time you say that, I think about the four-masted cursed one. I know, oh, not the two-masted pirate it's ones. Not nearly. It's a good ship, but it's not nearly as good. Uh, At least that's what I recall from memory. I could be wrong. I have trouble putting too much faith in uh, two-masted ships, if yeah. because of my experience playing with people who are more than happy to ram into you as many times as it takes to derelict you. Yeah. <laughs> so. So, I will admit that the rank 2 cannons, those are nice, but yeah, support gunship. Mm-hmm. All right. And, yeah. All right. L'Afrique? L'Afrique. I don't know. <laughs> the Africa. She's L'Afrique. Yeah, this is the Mediterranean. North Africa. Or something like that. Yeah. Um, not all that good. It's basically a more expensive debuff version of of uh, Lintrepid. Yeah. Well, not nah, it's not even that good. Yeah. It's, it's pretty unique. I mean, uh, you can go SLS with all masts, but as soon as you get hit, you're going to be slowing down a lot. So. Mm, yep. It's almost like a it's almost like a crappy hybrid, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. At least it's masked and like not uh, some of the other weird condition. Yeah. Uh, uh, I guess I'll move on. Exactly yeah. a four. Yeah. Um, so, uh, La Republique. Okay, this is a great game-breaking ability that I'm pretty sure Ben can explain pretty well. Yeah, this one is really interesting. Uh, this is the only time this ability appeared in the game. It says this ship cannot sink, but she can be scuttled. Um, so if you put an oarsman aboard, it prevents... Uh, scuttling, I think, because you're not technically a derelict ship. Um, and prevents, and, therefore, capturing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you can have, like, an invincible ship. I mean, it's not that good, of course. Um, overall, yeah. like, base stats-wise, it's kind of just a slow dreadnought, like a like a small, tiny dreadnought type thing. The Doomaster uh, dreadnought. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This thing but, is going nowhere fast. Yeah. I mean, S-Base move. Yeah. Even with that ability, I would not use this. Yeah, yeah. Um, unless I was using this in a majority cursed fleet, and I would copy this ability with Davy Jones. Exactly, Ooh, yeah. That's, that's the only saying. time I would, you know, consider using this. So, yeah. okay, I'm going to just copy this. It's going to stay at the home island the whole time. And maybe I'm going to put, you know, the plus five guy on here. Or person. Okay, wait, I, I did have an idea. What if you copy this ability on Behemoth? Oh, nice. Yeah. But but is that... It, no, I'm pretty sure Wolf said that there's a, an interim period between turns yeah, where... Yeah, at the beginning you of your turn, turn plus it resets I, briefly. Yeah, so... Uh, maybe that's just kind of wishful thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, St. Joan is... Yeah, same story. Yeah. Another. Yeah. <laughs> I think Another it's pretty one good. Yeah. Well, right. I mean, as a gold runner, I can steal, yeah. but. I mean, it's got a de- defensibility, uh, solid cargo, good speed. I've used it pretty effectively empty in the past. Um, and then, of course, the flotilla option is pretty solid, too. Or put Lenoir on it. Yes, exactly. That's what I was. Yeah, that was my point earlier. Mm-hmm. You could still be rammed, though, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, Robert Sjakuf is an, is a uh, captain and escorter, and don't the French have like four or five of this exact crew? 
I think it's yeah. Three. Later on, they get like two in I Fire and Steel alone. Yeah, maybe three. He was the first one for them, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that as the first, he's a little interesting. Yeah. But yeah, there's more like him, I guess. Yeah. And like, uh, the exportability depends upon how much you value it. I mean, I like it kind of because I don't like ramming and I don't like getting pinned. Yeah. Um, and up until recently, I wasn't aware that uh, you could board if you were simply touching a ship. So I only thought that the only way to board was to like you know ram and then get pinned and then board, yeah. unless you had the ability where you couldn't be pinned, mm-hmm. which is why I really liked uh, abilities like his. Yeah. But now that I've uh, discovered that, it's uh, gone down a little bit, but I still like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. It's not one I seek out often, but when I have it, it is kind of fun to use usually. Um, it's pretty painful when you pay four or five points for esporting and then you lose, you know, the esporting parties. It's just kind of depressing. Um, it kind of turns yeah. into ability. That's um, why I value the plus one to boarding more because yeah. it really does increase your odds for the most part. I just see S-Board as a really niche ability, yeah, it's kind and of as a result, team. I have never used it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this guy, mm-hmm. along with Dominic Frida, he was one of the last pieces I got for this set. And I think I have a complete set now. He might have been the last one I completed it with, and I'll segue into Jordan Dumas, who was one of my first names I ever got. Um, uh, Captain with Reroll, one of the best French named crew in the game. He pairs great with their uh, various... Um, double action crew like uh, St. Croix or whatever the name is, um, Dupuy, yeah. and some of their other ones too. So, a very good crew. I love the artwork yeah. too. It's really, really cool artwork, actually. Yeah, yeah and his Ocean's Edge version um, keeps a little bit of it the same. Uh, he still looks a bit dashing, but yeah. he looks more angry in Ocean's Edge. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Yeah. And this mm-hmm. combination of abilities is good anywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, yep. yeah, mm-hmm. it's good anywhere. It's two of the most, uh, two of the best abilities in the entire game. It's kind of generic, but highly flexible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Um, Benoit de Marseille is a plain six-point Marine. Anybody have anything to say about that? No. Uh, find a way to get him onto a sub. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> That's Although about it. Although there are cheaper Marines. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Yeah, so, but, a couple yeah. from Fire and Steel and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, but those have the limit hostile. This guy doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Well, they don't have a tad bit more flexible. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Amiral Gaston de Saint Croix, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, I know I'm kind of going out of turn, but I'm trying to roll through a lot of generic <laughs> yeah. considering how long this review's gotten. Um, Fleet Admiral. Yeah. Yeah. Roll a six. Yeah. Uh put him on the same ship with Jordan Dumas, Dumas or find a ship that has it built in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Six points. Pretty common. Yeah. My brothers take great delight in mispronouncing this on purpose just to annoy me. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think I used to do that to myself, sort of. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'll spare people the, the, the nightmare of that. Um, yeah. The next guy, um, trading treasure with a wild island for three points. I don't like paying for this on a crew because it takes up a space on a gold runner, which is annoying because you want that for the coin. Um, and three points, uh, I, I just like it built into ships. And it, a, a decent amount yeah. of stuff is built in, so going out of your way to get him is pretty pointless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although it's a nice ability to put on a crew, though. Because, um, so, you know, I like to find these unique things. 
Um, I don't think the French had this in Crimson Coast when they were introduced, but this is probably like one of the few crew who only has this ability and only he has it. Uh, yeah, I of, think uh, Khalid Yusuf here. It might be. I'm going to go check my own thread on that uh, real quick because I think this might be. Uh, let me check. Yeah, he joins the company of uh, Joaquin Vega and Carbon Charlie. Right, yeah. Uh, being crew that have ship abilities that only appeared once yeah. on crew. Oh, and like. Oh, I, I don't well, have that list. Like there Charlie, might be. Is, um, uh, let's see. Joaquin Vega is five points, right? Four. Oh, four. Uh, it was close, sort of. Hmm. All right. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't see him on the list, so there may be others with this ability. Yeah, maybe. Well, maybe, but it's, I'm now looking at him like you know for like for the first time almost. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I don't know if I have him. Yeah, but no, that's no. a handy ability. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know if I'd want to put it on a crew. I'd like to have it built in. I mean, yeah, uh, Neptune's horde. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll start the Americans. Uh, the president. Americans. Uh, oh yeah. Schooners, they got they got a pretty they got a pretty solid uh, showing in this set. Their named crew, lots of schooners, yeah, and their named crew were uh, like almost astoundingly good. Um, but anyway, the yeah made up for the reasonably poor showing showing almost in their debut in Revolution. Exactly, yeah. yep, absolutely. Um, the president is the American flagship in uh, Command the Oceans right now. She has Commodore Preble aboard. Well, we'll talk about later. It's a good ship overall. Reroll. Very good speed, solid cannons. Um, Above average uh, everywhere, really. Yeah, yeah, just a, a very good schooner. Mm-hmm. Well-rounded. Yep. About all there is to say. Yeah, next one's even better, pretty much. Intrepid. Oh, yeah. This uh, is the uh, super better version power. Of, yeah, what was that French one? Le Anne de la Mer, was it? Mm-hmm. Le de la Mer? Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, a, that's the super version of uh, that ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this ship, when you just put a captain aboard, you get absolutely top-tier firepower. Two 1L and two 2L guns. Oh, yeah. That's, that's real nasty. And it has the uh, cargo space that you can either go nuts and make it a really nasty warship, or you could just put the captain aboard and uh, then use a cargo master to make it a hybrid. Uh, you might still this- want the helmsman. Yeah, I would put a helmsman on this regardless of what I would do with it, but Me too. with that ability and with cannons that good starting, I would never use this to go and get gold. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I would use the president to yeah, maybe go and get gold and turn the president into a hybrid, but the intrepid is a brawler, um, straight up. I mean, with the combos that the Americans have uh, for uh, fighting, this is one of their best gunships ever. Yeah. At four mm-hmm. minutes. Yeah. And it links to a very good name crew, which we'll talk about soon. And um, yeah. with those cannons, all L range, it's a good ship for equipment as well, like exploding shots. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it's a decent place maybe to put um, a canceller onto if you can squeeze him in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Minute Man? <laughs> which I is... like this one a little bit. What? Okay, the reason I like it is because I've used house rules where I get rid of the no duplicate, but I get eh, sorry, where I do away with the no duplicates rule, and I've used the Minuteman to tow the Minuteman. <laughs> That's the only reason I like this ship for that uh, right there. That's yeah. the only reason. 
aside from that, does anybody have anything to say about it? Not really. She's quick. No. Yeah, she's good. Solid. Well, she's not great. But yeah, the speed she's is... She's not good. The speed is very nice, so it's good enough. And that's all it's got. Yeah, yeah not abysmally yeah. bad, not extremely good. Yeah, the rest is Man. average. Yep. It's like, I'd, um, rather sh- I'd rather use the ship that follows it if you'd like to talk about that. Yeah. Ooh, the Concorde. Yeah, the Concorde uh, plus one of boarding rolls. Uh, the speed is a little lower SS, um, but the cannons are very good, all 2S. Um, little pricey for a three master, but uh, it's good. It's a pretty solid uh, gunship. Nice short range, uh, you know, brawler. You could say that term again here: short range brawler, fast yeah. range cannon. Especially good if, at if you decided, yeah, yeah, if you decide to forego a helms when you put a captain and two different specialists on here, mm-hmm. or a specialist and an equipment. Yeah. So, Captain, Firepot Specialist, and Exploding Shot. Mm-hmm. Bing, bing. Yep. If if there's one problem I have with it, it's that it doesn't have enough cargo space, especially yeah. given its competition in this role. Um, the When you get a boarding roll bonus, you want to have a big cargo space, and having average on a ship like this doesn't really work that well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Horizon is... Uh, we talked about one just like this earlier, but I don't remember Mart- which Martinique. I remember Martinique. because uh, they're actually in the same battle right now in Command the Oceans, and they're direct oh. opposites. Like the Horizon <laughs> hates the French, and then the Martinique hates the Americans, and they're in the same we... battle. So I'm wondering, and the artwork, the artwork is even pretty similar if if you look at the ships a little bit. Um, but uh, I'm wondering if they're going to fight each other in Command the Oceans because they're pretty close to each other right now. So it'll be amusing to see, but. Yeah, almost the same ship. Dun dun! It'll be a showdown between two <laughs> ships that aren't amazing because yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say my catchphrase, you guys. It's not executioner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I like the be... rank two cannons. Yeah. I like accurate ships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, so, they, if they face each other, they'll be firing at uh, rank one essentially with two sitting. It'll be down to whoever shoots first. Yeah, possibly. It is a Western showdown. Draw. Yeah. Wait, how do you say yeah. draw in French? I have no idea. Now, I don't know. <laughs> Alright, okay, the Delaware. Um Okay, what was the other ship? Um it was I think it was the El Toro. That was yeah. twelve points. That had similar stats, but was like kinda eh. I'm of the opposite opinion about this. Runner. <laughs> I'm of the opposite opinion about um this one. I like that ability. Um I wish the cannons were more accurate. Um, 12 points uh, for that ability is accurate, I would think, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, two masts, uh, it can be dealt with by ramming if you have enough ships, not super durable, and um, there are, I think, a few uh, better blockade runner type ships and better ships with that ability. Yep, I agree completely. Yep. Does this ability apply to musketeers on board? No. Uh, no. Incredibly. Incredibly. Because if it did, you know, this would be six-master firepower in this uh, sneaky little two-mast package. But, yeah. uh, What would work uh, with this ability would be um, the ability to um, turn treasure into cannons. Ooh. Ooh, that's that's interesting. Let me write write uh, that down. Yeah, the best case I know of for that that comes to my mind uh, most easily 
is to use uh, the English and Carbon Charlie on uh, just going straight for overkill. Just use him on the Endeavor. Yeah. Um, the but only problem is that the, yeah. I think there are very limited options. Is, is it even possible to get Carbon Charlie on this? Let me have a look. Because uh, last I knew, Delaware, the Americans, I don't think so. Um, last I knew, Charlie has a crew, so he is extremely flexible. But I don't think the Americans have a crew of any nationality. Yeah, no, the Americans, uh, they yeah. do not have any crew that allow any kind of international usage. Yeah. Um, so, we were, wrong, we were wrong about that musketeer. It says in the pirate code, eliminates two masks with one hit. This ability applies to all additional cannons provided to the ship by abilities. Unless so, so, wait, Delaware, then, ideal setup, becomes, uh, yeah. Captain Helmsman can, Musketeer. Uh, musketeer? Yeah. And if you have a... Uh, um, if you if you if, have a cargo master in play, you could also throw on a cannoneer. Yeah, if or really, maybe roll paid if you have points. Yeah, it, it's not very practical. But if you wanted to do like a slow dreadnought, you could do marine musketeer captain and have seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd I'd honestly rather go for a cannoneer on that though, yeah. just due to the. Or you could instead of uh, requiring a cargo master, just use a zero LR free roller. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think the Americans have one or two of those guys, at, at least one. I don't know yeah. where he is, though. Wayne Nolan. Oh, um, yeah, duh. Oh, he's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next one. I forgot Niagara. about for a second. Niagara is the next one, similar to El Toro that we talked about earlier, the Spanish ship. Oh, this um, is a little dreadnought. Two-master two blockade runner. Um, cannons can't be eliminated if they're left, you cannot shoot. Uh, the three L's leave something to be z- desired, though. It's just kind of like the Toro, though. It's too expensive to justify using for the most part. Yeah, sure, this is cheaper than yeah. the Toro. Yeah, only one point, though. Uh, fair enough. I think it's because the cannons are threes as opposed to twos. Yeah, cannons are worse. Yep. Yeah. All right. Steven Decatur, I'm, I'm going to push through him. He's linked to Intrepid. Um, crew cannot be eliminated if she sinks. Uh, roll six for an extra action. It's sort of like, um, like Oe Montana Mays or uh, he was John the first. He established that line of uh, American crew that have more or less this exact same combination. Yeah, yeah. Like three of Americans have like yeah, they've got three. It's John Paul Jones, it's this, and then it's Oe Montana Mays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, I have mixed favorite. feelings about him. Why? I'd rather use Oe Montana Mays because he links to all American ships instead of just one. Okay, yeah. yeah. I like Take a Tour because he's a classic. He was in my collection since like 2011, I think. So, And I like the ship mm-hmm. he makes too. Yeah. yeah. I'm of mixed opinions about him because like, almost, <laughs> it seems almost every time I use him, even with a reroll, I never get him. Huh. Yeah. <sighs> oh, and then, uh, most recently, um, that first part of his ability... <sighs> Uh, I, I this happened in uh, the most recent uh, campaign I played over the summer, where I wound up capturing him with Nemo on a ship that had the sack ability, and because I captured him, I could not sack my own crew. So, yeah, I'm uh, he's good. Don't get me wrong, but sometimes I just don't like him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like if he was a person, I would hate his guts. Yeah, or if he yeah. was still alive. And, yeah, like, you know, wasn't the celebrated war hero, I would hit his guts. Yeah, it's like the opposite <laughs> of me with the Granada. Like, your usage has led to you liking them less than they are. 
valuable. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Um, William Eaton is another one of those seven point Marines with an anti barbary bonus. Anything new to say? Nah. Uh, the crew thing is interesting, so you could uh, have him shoot at uh, Uluj if he was on the island with him. Mm. But that's going back to silly territory. Yeah. He's played um, roles in my campaign games. He was on the Arch in Economy Edition. Now he's been training, thematically, he's been training the infantry in uh, Command the Oceans on the American Home Island. But but yeah, moving on. Yeah. Wayne Nolan, another ZROLR re-roller, this one for the Americans. One of, of, of the few sources of a re-roller for Americans, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for crew, yeah, definitely. Yeah. His artwork is kind of funny. I like to think he like is like a sniveling person. Or yeah. is like one of those people who doesn't like to get his hands dirty. He just looks so unhappy yeah. in his artwork. Yeah, like sissy or de sissy or whatever his name is. Yeah. Also it looks like he has a very large forehead. Yeah. <laughs> he does. Well I think that's because in the artwork I think he's supposed to be drawn with like a receding hairline, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's maybe. the idea. Yeah. He's like a yeah. big chin too. Oh actually no, it says his swiper text says he's young. Huh, so mm. he just looks very unhappy. Yeah, <laughs> start to lose relatively. So my brother's hair that high. Right, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, Commodore Edward Preble, I think, is possibly the best fleet admiral because he links to all American ships. Yeah, that is true. I would, I will give him that. I think, and also I, when I first saw him, I thought his last name was Pebble. So I could not take him seriously until I yeah. looked and I'm like, oh wait, it's an R. <laughs> it's not Pebble. <laughs> Preble. Yeah, I think uh, cargo from Crimson Coast links to all English ships, but I'm not sure. But mm. either either way, though, his zero uh, LR reroller version in this set is actually more useful for the most part because the English also got Beckett in uh, Caribbean for another Admiral crew. But yeah. Anyway. Um, Brent Rice is a world hater for four points. Just a great ability. This has always been one of my favorites because like, oh, yeah. die rolls aren't very good, so I usually need something like this to be effective. Um, yeah. Just really great. Great addition to any gunship. Um, best used on bigger ships so you can get the bonus on more cannon rolls, pretty much. If you want to go mm-hmm. overkill, put him on the Intrepid. Yeah. Uh, he will hit you nah. all the time, unless yeah. you guys yeah. truly hate you. But then you're just wasting... <laughs> two cannons you know what i mean like it doesn't really affect yeah them, so. it only yeah. buffs half of them yeah. overkill yeah yeah very overkill yeah right um, in the constitution right. constitution maybe oh yeah or yes yeah, constitution's the ideal use yeah uh, spices right. treasures your spices is pretty cool yeah, yeah but yeah it's good i would like save it old bonus yeah, I would. Um, this is the kind of thing that I would use if I put a really high value coin into play. Yeah, oh, you yeah. do run the risk of an opponent finding it, but if you find your seven or eight or whatever you put in, and you're able to uh, find spices as well, you're set. Yep. Yeah, especially if you have it on a ship that also has a gold bonus on it. Oh, like, I think this came up in one of the uh, Vassal tournament games we played. Yep. Where uh, this UT unloaded a coin that got the plus two, and then I think the coin was a reasonably high value as well. After uh, is a plus two applied before or after the unique treasure? Uh, Um, you don't get the. I don't know. Um, I think the the end result is you wind up with. uh, Let's say you had a, a three coin. Let's say you wind. Uh, I think the end result is you wind up with eight gold on your home island. Yeah, 
Yeah, because he gets doubled from. Yeah. yeah, they stack up since their abilities are uh, a little different. So they would, I think, stack. I'm not sure which happens first. Yeah, um, well, it's like it's like they stack, but you can't you can't get ten gold out of it. Like you can't add two and then double it. So yeah, yeah. well, you mm-hmm. could get ten gold if you had like you know a five coin well, that you unloaded yeah, or no, a high value. Uh, coin. Yeah, I meant three. That's what I was saying. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Maps of Alexandria is next. Have you guys ever played with this high value coin? Yes. Yeah. Yes. This always turns the game on its head. Yeah. I really like this one. I've used the Pirate Globe, the the same version of this that's from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, but this one always makes games go nuts. Yeah. Yeah. You talked about putting in a high value coin. That's how you find it. Yeah. Yeah. This right here is how you find it. The one thing I don't like about these ones is it, it I, for me it's once in a while it's like a fun ruiner because like you don't get to reveal the treasure yourself and it's like everybody sees everything and it's like there's no mystery around it and stuff like that but yeah, yeah. It can, then, it can, sometimes it makes it more strategic because you can literally pretty much you pretty much know what coins on your opponent's ships like even if they hide them you pretty much know mm-hmm. what they're going to take so it makes it like pretty strategic in a way so um, the next one relics this one is really interesting. This is one of Wolf's favorites and kind of mine as well as a result of uh, seeing him talk about it. It's pretty interesting. It says, if one of the ship's master crew would be eliminated by a ship, you may give relics to the attacker instead, ending that ship's turn. So the big one here is, if you got a five master coming up on your Banshee's Cry, if they shoot at you, the first shot, you give this to them, it ends their turn, they can't shoot any more of their cannons. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's a big deal. But what's nice is that it does, instead of going out of the game, it goes to them. So then if you try to shoot at them, it's, it's a very balanced UT because it goes both ways. So it, it's, it's like a, a not, yeah, both it's like a not evil version of Albatross. Yeah. Yeah. Both or like people. a preview of Parlay. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah I don't think cool. I've used this that much. Yeah. I think I have this UT, but I don't know if I've ever um, uh, used it mm-hmm. or had it used against me. If only because, you know, the ships that find it, um, they keep it, and then, you know, no one ever comes to attack them. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, well. These guys. One. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Wolves. Wolves. My yeah. friends. Not. <laughs> at all. One of the most evil UTs out there, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not maybe. It is one of them. Yeah. It's a nightmare. All right. Because say, unless like, you know it's going to be played against you, yeah. you can't counter it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's bizarre because you can single-handedly knock an island out, like, for the game, which affects the gold total. Like, you can affect, like, the 30 total gold. Because if neither person has much with your marine and can't get one, you know... Then it's basically uh, out of play unless yeah. you have uh, a certain small set of abilities that allow you to uh, circumvent that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which yeah. is only a few. You could yeah, this is up like there with um, which one? Uh, this is up there with um. I think it's blood money. Oh, I hate uh, that. You know those UTs or like the that. cursed natives or things. This is up there with like things that will just like make people stay away from an island. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, we had some weird rules question. I can't remember it. It was in Vassal Tournament Number One. Um, 
it was something to do with the trading treasure ability, and then like, ah, oh, man, it was complicated. I can't remember the answer yeah. to the question, but it was you crazy. can move the wolves. You can use that. Um, um yeah. <laughs> uh, you can use that ability, like on the Neptune's horde, to ship this to another island. Yeah, Ooh. that's one way to deal with it. Yeah, that's <laughs> one way to deal with it. Yeah, it's like a wolf teleport sort of thing. Um, yep. I think the question was, yeah, I think the question was, you can't trade a treasure from the island wolves is on because it says no treasure may be floated from this well island. I don't know. Something like that. But it yeah. doesn't say wolves itself can't be moved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, let's talk about wine. Oh, this one's great. Wine is good. It's like rum. <laughs> I can agree with you, um, but I haven't read the whole unique treasure, so I don't have an opinion of it yet. Well, I was yeah. talking about the actual thing, not oh, the I know. tea. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you should read this one because it's really amazing. Honestly, just read it aloud if you want. The ship may dock in opponent's home island or fort. While there, you may exchange wine for one treasure there of your choosing. This ship cannot shoot or be shot at if it is within S of an opponent's home island or fort. Hmm. It's a you may, not you have to use. Yeah. So you could almost throw this aboard a home island raider and just kind of wait around. Yeah. (laughs) Do things at your own leisure. Yeah. Yeah, it helps home island raiders because they could take an extra coin um, for free, basically. Take two coins in a turn and also be more immune while they're going in, so... Yeah, although I, if I had this on a home island raider, I would not exchange it. I would keep it so that way uh, I would be able to get, at the very least, out of S without being shot at. Yeah. It doesn't say I can't be rammed. Um, yeah. So I'd probably important. try to put this onto a large home island raider. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking uh, Wicked Wench from uh, the Disney set. Yeah. Or if I could find a way to get Grim the Savage onto uh, a treasure ship. Yeah, oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, I've worked because, on that you know, before. The treasure ships, uh, the tens, they're so big you can measure S from the stern of the ship. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's sailing away. I'm still within S. You can't shoot me. Yeah. All right, now I'm outside of S. Bye. <laughs> nice. Yeah, there's a ton of great combos with this one. Kind of like Relic. Yeah. I think it's one of the great UTs that's kind of underrated and really should see a lot of usage because it's a ton of fun. And then, oh, the other thing is um, your opponent can't get it back because you can't load any coins from your own home island, which I like to house rule that, but that is the rule. So, whatever. Mm. Um, rats is... This is uh, evil. <laughs> yeah. This is bad. Yeah. It's, it's a game changer, that. but it's not a fun one. Yeah. yeah, this is a game changer in the opposite way. Like, uh, Ben, when you and I played the uh, Vassal game with uh, Repkazai and um, uh, his wife, mm-hmm. and she found this, and I think Runes of Death at the same island, Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, she had horrible luck that game. Yeah, and there's no way to get rid of these guys, of these things. Yeah. Uh, you mm-hmm. can't give it to some other ship. Yeah. Um, well, the only way to get rid of it is um, if, uh, if you're English, use Carbon Charlie. Yep. Turn that's that the only way to get rid of it. Yep. That's that's Turning rats into a cannon. Are you yep. sure that's not a cursed ability? Yeah. <laughs> <I think laughs> now then we'll shoot the rats at you. <laughs> oh, that'd be, no, like, that'd be really from, strange. Uh, yeah. It'd be strange, but it would also be kind of funny thematic because I just thought of the scene yeah. from uh, the third Pirates movie where they shot the monkey across yep. like, the dungeon. <laughs> yeah. Here comes a rat. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> that actually gives me an idea for a unique, uh, not for a unique treasure, for a custom unit. It's a one-masted ship, and it has like a 5L gun, but if it hits, you get to put a unique treasure from outside of the game onto the ship you've hit. Ooh, interesting. I- I'm going to have to write that out. Um, maybe I'd have to make it two masts, so it's or something like just some more resistant to, to ramming. Yeah, I know Ben had a similar uh, ability on one of his um, ships, yeah. but it relied on the dice. Yeah. Uh, you had to roll a six, and then you could play as a UT on any ship in play that uh, wasn't um, the ship that did the dice. It was a little weird. It was very overpowered, to be honest. So Yeah. I think I might have even edited it, or if not, I should, definitely. So. Yeah, so that's a fun idea uh, there, God Mason. But yeah, I think that should stay on a one-masted ship so it doesn't get abused. Yeah. yeah. Um, the banner of or the banner of the Knights, Knights of Malta. Malta banner. Mm-hmm. Loaded by Barbie Corsair ship. Knights of Malta banner is worth five gold. If loaded by another Nazi ship, worth one gold for every mash that ship eliminates while Knights of Malta banner is aboard. This is a weird one. Well, it's a little interesting, I would say, as opposed to weird. I think it's not good because odds are it's going to be found by a gold ship and not a warship. Yeah. Or you'd want it to be found by a hybrid, ideally. Yeah. Yeah, and even more so, someone might throw this into the treasure pool knowing that no one's playing the Corsairs. Yeah. And just, you know, ah. Yeah. Yeah, it's best to use with, like, a pure Corsair fleet, whereas Barbary Banner is good to use just in general because it's like a free fight. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Barbary Banner is like Bar- the opposite Banner. of this. Yeah, Barbary it's Banner is... the opposite of that. Yeah, it's one of the most common UTs in gold fleets ever. Yeah, and in uh, competitive yeah. play, too. Yep, exactly. Oh, yeah. Because because it basically allows you to uh, it's five to modify... The, yeah, no, it allows you to modify the amount of gold that you put into the game from... Exactly. F- from uh, 15 to 20 yeah. but so it's, it's like only worth total. 20 to you yep yeah so it's like 35 total basically yeah so. um is there any variation on this in other sets or is this the only one no it's the only one these are yeah, the, this is the one um what's good about this is you can uh use the gold bonus abilities to stack it up make it even worth more yeah that's true too yeah all right, uh, wet gunpowder. Uh, I don't like this one. Uh, yeah, it, either. It, this this is weird. Can you only do the repair action at your home island, or is this? Uh, well, I don't know if you could use a shipwright to get rid of it. I if you had a shipwright on the same ship, then maybe. But otherwise, um, a repair action generally that's either your home yeah, island your home or island. a friendly fort. This is really strange and not very good either. Yeah. 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 It's not. I mean, most uh, gold ships like are which are which are going to find this don't have good cannons, so they're not going to shoot in the first place, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially if they're like you know get to the island first and get away quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's basically um, it's like a negative UT that's not really going to change the all game that negative. Much. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And actually, I forgot there's. I do have more to say about the banners, but I'll do it on a different podcast episode because there's there's some crazy situations that have come up with those. But anyway, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, um, Poseidon's, Poseidon's breath. breath. 
Yeah, this I is like this one. You, this is the last UT. You load it face down, give the ship a move action, reveal the UT, and then it says this ship may move her base move as many times as she has mass. No other special abilities may affect her movement, however. And then when the movement action ends, eliminate one of the ship's mass, and then remove the UT from the game. So basically, I like this one. Yeah, it's I've seen this combined with Grand Wind quite interestingly. Oh yeah. yes, that's where I'd love to use this, or yeah. I'd love to try and use this, and then to top it off, I'd try to get um, Nemo's plans. Yeah, uh, on yes, the same yes, ship. yes. I think that's when it was used in conjunction yeah. with Nemo's plans. Nice. Or heck, so you if you just uh, yeah, heck, can you imagine if you put this on a ten? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, oh, oh. Well, specifically, what's the, what's the put it on the Guishan. Yeah. Not, not. Just put it on the Guishan and watch it move ten s. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sleigh, except or, from hell. Or the the Zanfu from Savage Shore, uh, Return to Savage Shores has s plus s movement. Mm. It's the fastest ten master. So going to be twenty. So s plus s yeah. so times ten. Yeah. That's twenty s. Yeah. And because Jeez. it only takes one. Well, I mean, 20 S the first turn, and it's only 18 S the next turn. Mm-hmm. Only 18 S. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's assuming you don't, like, you know, have extra actions and don't repair your ship. Yeah. If you use this on a 10, then odds are high that you probably have a ship right on there as well. Or, yeah. you know, you just um, don't care. You're willing to uh, spend a few. And t- once you get down to, like, you know, seven or six mass remaining, then it's like, eh. The appeal is lost because then you could be um, um, susceptible to being rammed yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah this but one... Uh, I like this one. Yeah, me too. Um, I think the most recent time I used it was maybe even in CG1. I think I had HMS Swallow, which is a 5-master with oh, SL cheapers. movement. So then <laughs> I think I moved from near the English home island. I was trying to get to that battle at the cursed home island. I think that was the last time I used it, and I just flew out there like super quick, obviously. So. Jeepers. We like ours. Yeah. Conversely, if you had a ship that uh, had uh, 3S movement, yeah. or heck, if you put this on the Banshee's Cry, maybe? Nah, that would be weird. Well, then you'd be derelict. Yeah. yeah well, well, derelict, but if you had, if the Cry was within... um, L- Yeah. Okay, actually, yeah, no, that's not a good idea, because it only has uh, uh, one mast, so... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, this is better on large ships. Yeah, large mm. and quick. Yeah, so the swallow. If if it would be super bad if um if it said special abilities can still be applied, then you could do like oh, because put it on the San Cristobal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or even uh, well, yeah, no, not high pang because it's yeah. only got three mast. Yeah, uh, two mast. But mm-hmm. that, the high, putting this on the high pang is right. pretty deadly. Yeah. Yeah, that special abilities thing that helps make it uh, keep it from being uh, overpowered or broken. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so let's skip on down to the bottom of the unique, uh, sorry, not unique, the generic crew, super rare. and yeah. where it's, it's super, super rare. Black Lotus is a pretty solid ship if a bit slow. Yeah, first Jedivian yeah. ship released essentially. Mm-hmm. Yay. And that's all yeah, we had to say. Right. It's all right. <laughs> Yeah, it's all right. well, I think it's quite good. Yeah, I love oh, it. Oh yeah, it is pretty good because it's got yeah, a yeah. lot of cargo and it's well armed. Yeah, good yeah. firepower, all L range guns. Yeah, free equipment. It's like the cheap man's version of uh, the Virtuous Wind. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, I think I actually compared that in my list of top ten junks. Yeah. Anyway, kind, of similar, uh, kind of similar to the Metal Dragon from uh, Savage Shores too. Yeah, yeah okay. I, I, 
Yeah, I think I pointed that out, how they're basically the same-ish, but they've got a couple small differences. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tiger's Breath is, it's basically a perfect empty gold runner. Mm -hmm. Maybe Helmsman. Yeah, Helmsman, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, a Helmsman, maybe. To put those on, Mm -hmm. make it faster. All right, we've got uh, next up for the Super Reset, we have uh, Zhang Liquan. Uh, he's got that, uh, uh, that treasure trading ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think his South Genesee version is, is much better. better. Yeah. Yeah. Because it has this plus sack. Yeah. So the yeah, sack makes him completely worth it. Yeah. And you've got the, you yeah. had two captains in the super rare? Yeah. Oh, weird. Wait, wait, is that right? Yeah. Because the the oh, one in the captain crew for two for card, and then the other one was like the captain with treasure coins. So. That's weird. Oh. Why are there two super rare captains? It's I don't know. Weird. I'm gonna have to go look at my at these guys again. Because <laughs> I actually I actually recently uh, got these. Nice. And these are like the one ships I will never punch out. I am yeah. never punching these out. Really? I already punched okay. mine out. Yeah. <sighs> I would punch any of them. I've I've built cool. every last ship that I have, nice. and uh, nice. yes, yeah, I, I have. I have almost an entire set of punched Mysterious Islands promo ships, which I'm yep. sure will make somebody nice. listening cringe. Yeah, nice. Yeah, Love the it. collectors on Mini Trading are like collectively trying not to kill you right now. Yeah. 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 <gasps> I wake up tomorrow and I've been banned by popular vote. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> No, I, I think try, there are more would, players than collectors. And I would try to reinstate you because you should do your ships. <laughs> yeah, you're the mod. Oh, yeah. thank you. Um, all right, yeah, promos. Time to say yeah, these are interesting. Um, yeah, because they actually have the four musketeers in here, which is pretty cool. Um, and they're all linked, but they're basically impossible to use together because yeah. of how expensive they get. Um, versus Aramis, um, which is a re-roller for three points. We can agree that that's a pretty good ability, right? Oh, yeah, and the fact yeah. that he's French, mm-hmm. uh, even though I personally don't particularly like the the, the French as oh, a whole god. as a faction. Here we go. A little biased. <laughs> oh my god! But that is a really is a real good ability to just have. And the French are, uh, I think, the fourth uh, most numerous or third most numerous uh, faction. Fourth. Well. Uh, I said maybe third because uh, Disney Pirates was only uh, Pirates in English. It would be fourth because the Spanish uh, predated them. Fair enough. Spanish. Mm. Um, After that is Porthos, which is we we Uh, agree that four points is too much for a one point uh, for a plus one uh, to boarding rules. But if you think about him as sort of. I mean, if you have Aramis and Porthos on the same ship, you've basically got a crew that is seven points, takes up one space, gets a boarding roll bonus, and can re-roll. So maybe a bit expensive, but also a pretty good combination to have for boarding. Uh, it'd be even better if he was like, you know, if he was just a one point less. That's mm-hmm. still, by itself, that's still maybe too much for boarding rolls. But that would be much better than you know seven as a uh, seven points, which is what it is currently. Mm-hmm. I like uh, his flavor text, though. <laughs> yeah, um, you might like reading the Three Musketeers then. Mm-hmm. 
I actually or, haven't read that. I'm or eating the three musketeers, as I like. <laughs> I like to do that a lot. <laughs> well, it was Halloween not long ago, so I'm sure yeah. you engaged in plenty of that. Oh yeah, musketeers, Milky Ways, and Butterfingers. Oh, Milky Ways are, are the best. Oh yeah. Oh, the uh, simply caramel ones. Ooh, I love those. Oh, those are good too. Um, Athos um, is a marine six pointer. Combine him with Aramis, uh, maybe. Uh, a nine-point reroll. I'd rather marine. combine him. Really, I'd rather see uh, Athos with our. Oh, yeah. Oops. Yeah. Oh, my bad. I thought you were talking about Porthos. Oh no, no. Porthos is, uh, is the yeah. last one. Would you rather see them combined? Oh, Athos and uh, Porthos. No. Yeah. No. Nah. Nah, marine and the overpriced plus one the boards. No. But Marine and reroll. Yes. So my bad. I thought I got mixed up there for a second. Yeah. Um, and the last of the four is D'Artagnan. Um, I do know that that is the correct pronunciation. Oh so God. D'Artagnan is a five-point S-border. Um, I don't know for sure if if it'd be better to link him with just one or try to do all four. I wouldn't uh, try to link him with any of them. I'd just put him on a ship that has some kind of boarding focus. Yeah. yeah. Especially if I didn't have any of those uh, S-boarding captains available. Yeah, you can do something really crazy. I think you can fit all these crew on the saber, which is a switchblade that's like twenty oh, points. Jeepers. But <laughs> oh, it's, jeepers! It's yeah, such, yeah, it's such overkill and such a waste of points for the most part that it's it's just. Silly. Well, actually, no, you could do it. Just leave up Porthos because the saber has plus one of the boards built in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, so, D'Artagnan, Athos, and Aramis. Yeah. You could put it on that one crazy expensive French four-master. Hercules. Um, yeah. yeah. Cool. And it still is probably not quite a good idea then. No. Yeah. yeah. I, I will still do it one of these days in, in a hypothetical fleet that I... Oh, crap. I should actually hunt down all the musketeers here, uh, make sure I've got a copy of that ship, and then use that in one of my games. See how my uh, playgroup reacts. Yeah, see how I've goes. got the Hercule, oh, but I don't ship. have any of these guys. The yeah. only cardboard ones I have, I think, are the American ones out of these promos here. I really, however, I want to get this next one. I want uh, this version of Captain Blackheart. Yeah. He doesn't seem amazing to me, but still. I don't know. He's a pirate that gives you plus one to cannon rolls against pirates. That's I know. I Reminds me of Salazar almost. I mean, not a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Still, I want to use him because, you know, my brothers and I, we have a lot of the pirate ships. We all like to play pirate. So, uh, I, I want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jenny Gallows the Follows. Um, Strangely, it says is linked to Jenny's Red Rampage, which I don't think – I think it's linked to um, the Spanish main version because I don't see Jenny's Red Rampage in here. Yeah. Yeah, any uh, version of um, anything that's got a link will link back to that version. So in this case, even though uh, Jenny's Red Rampage only showed up once, any other different version of Jenny Gallows, as long as the name is spelled the same – We'll link back to Jenny's Red Rampage. That's really strange. That's why the Jack Hawkins links are so weird and interesting. Yeah, and Bianco's haulers and Master Bianco. Those yeah, you can, can cross-link them to yeah. uh, each other version. Yeah, yeah. good link. But as far as this crew in particular goes, I mean, it's the same version, but arguably with an even less useful faction-specific ability. 
Well, I don't know. The English are a popular um, uh, faction. They, they are. Quite a bit. I wouldn't pay six points for this, though. I don't know. I think the yeah, faction I wouldn't. would have been two. I think Maybe it's four five. at most. This would be, five would be more appropriate for this crew. Maybe. Yeah. Nah. I think... I think the biggest problem with this one is that her three-point original version plus two gold ability is so much oh, yeah. better. Oh yeah, way better. To use this, oh, yeah. you'd have That's to be much really, more better. You'd have to be crazy to use this over that. Mm. You know what I mean, so it's yeah. pretty much made irrelevant by how contrasted they are. Um, yeah. Yeah. What's interesting is that um, her Blackheart and our next follow-up are the only pirates to show up in. Um, Barbary Coast. Yeah, that's oh, that's point. true. Yeah, they're the only ones. Yeah, there's and, uh, no other pirate ship. There's no other um, crew. It's yeah. just these three guys. Yep. And mm-hmm. and that one is David Bones Wiley, which is just a plain re-roller. Mm-hmm. I like this version of him. Um, yeah, the other version struck me as kind of bad. Yeah, it's not that good. Yeah. 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 All right. Whereas with the next one, oh, this Commander is Temple. the much worse version of Commander Temple. Yep. Yeah. Broadside uh, broadside's attack. Uh, well, it's also an overpriced implementation of Broadside's attack because with this keyword, you do need the captain ability. And in Crimson Coast, I don't remember his name. Percival Blake. Percival Blake gets captain and Broadside's attack for seven. Yep. Whereas yeah. if you use this, you're going to be spending eight and taking up more space. This is not a good crew. Yeah. Yeah. His Spanish main variant, which allows you to capture any derelict you explore, mm-hmm. so much fun. Yeah. Especially when you put that uh I've I like to use him on the uh the Maui's fish hook, the hoist. Yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. so fun to do. Yeah. Alright, the next that's one is my brothers don't want me to be English in any other campaign game. Yeah. <laughs> Eat that. Yeah. Uh the next one is actually worth mentioning, Diana Dune. This her is a zero R re roller. Um, the other English one is Cargo Owen, um, CRGO, but his first version, Crimson Coast, is an Admiral crew, so yeah. if you use Dune with him, you can not only um, avoid the repetition of the zero LRs, um, you can optimize your usage of both, especially if you link mm. it with Dune's ability, so it's a perfect yeah. reroll, perfect combo. Yeah. Um, Almirante de Vente del Nero. Um, is a world hater with I don't see any link on this and at four points it's okay but it's nothing special for world haters uh, he's important to the Spanish because he's their only world hating pure crew ever I think yeah mm. there are other so. crew that have that ability tacked on but it's in addition to something else but if it's in addition to a captain strange. it's always a good value yeah yeah because yeah. you basically I've, this one's better than his original, too, because that just gave plus one against the yeah. Pirates, I think. So mm-hmm. it's an upgrade, so that's nice. Yeah. The other um, one's not, though. De Silva, the next one, BA uh, versus... Temple all over again. Yeah. I would argue he does have at least some more utility because he's linked to all Spanish ships. Yeah, yeah, you can throw him on, and he doesn't take up cargo space, but, you know, if you're looking to like for, like, a garbage fleet challenge, put him on, like, a five-point ship without a captain. <laughs> Like, That's like, just I really cruel. wait. Yeah, or like, even like, oh wait, wait. No, I have an even better idea. Put um, put oh, where is he? Where is he? Put Temple aboard uh, Patagonia using Robinson. Oh jeez, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bad man. <laughs> um, yeah. Bloody Jake. This is oh, the yeah, worst version of Bloody Jake. Awful. 
Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Four points. Okay. Yeah, because Blade Jake was originally two and had the very same ability. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next one's uh, awesome. Administrator Bradley. Scott Bratley. Yes. Second English. I like counselor. this version of him better. Oh, yeah. Well, this I like is, both, this but... is the better one. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of. It's worse in like standard games, but campaign games you have to use this one basically. So now, even in standard games, um, he's this guy. This version of him, I think, bears uh, consideration. I think. Yeah, especially yeah, if you don't have Lawrence. Yeah, if you don't have him, yeah. Can also, I, I like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, you continue first. Yeah, I like that his flavor text implies that he's like you know a more sneaky person. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to the other cancelers, the only other one that's like, you know, sneaky. No. Um, well, the one that, that, that where text implies they're sneaky is uh, Lenoir and yeah. I think Diaz. Yeah. So he joins that duo as, you know, uh, a sneaky canceler. Because all the other cancelers are, I think, um, personalities or have I, or like have those personality type things. Yeah. I'm not sure. You could actually use... Um, the Crimson Coast version of Bratley, those five points could be used on Lawrence to bring in Lawrence. Oh, yeah. So another weird combo with the the oh, yeah. promos here. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, I'll be the one to try to pronounce the next name, okay? <laughs> it's just El du- long. Mm-hmm. El Duque Rafael de Moreno y Rivera. And all, all he does is give plus two cannon rolls against Barbary ships for two points. He's useless. Uh, plus one, not plus two. Yeah, plus one. He's two points. He's useless. Yeah. Uh, he should be one point, but but the yeah, other he should be one his, point. Yeah, his regular release uh, where he's I think an extra action crew. Yeah, even much better. Six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah six, much but better. It's still worth it. So yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lady Baptiste is. I like this. Is this? I have this one. This is a very good crew. Yeah. yeah. Uh, her revolution um, uh, version is it similar to this? I it's don't remember. Revolution version is just a plain re-roller. Yep. Oh, so this is the superior version then. Yeah. You could basically say, yeah, yep. yeah, greater version. Yeah. Oh boy, Carl, Carl Smith. Smith. Oh boy, I have this guy. I've never used him. Yep. I, you never will either. Yeah. Yeah. Well, unless I'm like absolutely desperate, or I have a specific objective, or a scenario demands it. Yeah. But yeah, I'm never using this. Yeah. Won't happen in a second. Um, Diamond Nelson Turner is another five point canceler. Oh yeah. Oh, he's super important. To say about that. He's hey, super he's... important to the Americans because he's their only crew canceler. They got a bunch of ship ones, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, he's perfect for the Constitution or you know the Enterprise, Thomas Jefferson. Concordia, definitely, really amazing mm-hmm. crew, or maybe even a sub like the Mercury. So, amazing. oh yeah, put him on either American sub. Yeah, you you will absolutely make the person you're playing hate you. <laughs> I anytime I use submarines, I just make people hate me. Doing that would ensure that I don't have a play group. Yeah, yeah, I uh, um, I think there are um. The, the two cursed subs, uh, I've used um, the RSS version of Papa Doc on either one of them. Oh. And it just, just drives my brothers crazy when I do it. Yeah. More mm. so when I uh, put uh, Christian Fjord on a sub or I just use the Mobilis in general. 
Yes, the Mobilis is the best. I love that ship. Anyway, uh, all right, so we're going to end on one of the weirdest crew in the game, Ralph David. One of the worst, too. American, <laughs> American. He's uh, odd. Yes. It's an eight-point crew, and he has the ghost ship keyword. Yeah. So That's it. if ghost ship is eight points, then going back up to the Lou Garou, if the Loop Garo didn't have Ghost Ship, she would be like an 11 point ship. Would she be any better? No, she'd be nine. She's 17. Yeah, she'd be nine. Yeah, and no, she, if anything, be worse, I what? think. Because, oh, point. because she wouldn't have at least an interesting ability to buoy her. Yeah. All right, fair enough. She'd be boring. Yeah, more boring. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, Ralph Ish. David. I might have used him in the garbage. No, I don't think I did. I don't know. Maybe somebody else did. But yeah, he's just uh, it's ridiculous. Oh, and then this goes back to what we talked about. He's got a, he's got Genny two Gallows. other versions too. Yeah, Genny, just like Genny Gallows. Um, this yeah, his revolution version. Yeah. Use that always. Yep. Yeah, it gives Although, plus two okay. gold ability. The plus two gold. Okay, I would say the only other his other version from Rise of the Fiends, which yes. is a one point Eternal crew. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that would be a choice between yeah. those two. This yeah, version, uh, yeah. probably so not. He basically has two amazing versions and one horrible one. So yeah. And the artwork for this version of him, that's the artwork for um, oh, what's his Revolution. face, Porter. Oh no, his that. Revolution yeah. version doesn't look like that. Oh yes, I remember now. You're right. Yep. His yeah. Revolution version, he looks. Uh, dare I say, he looks kind of sick. Yeah. <laughs> like yes, oh, I've got something. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, WizKids just got lazy, I think. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, or it's a misprint, one of the two. Yeah. I think it's a case of, oh, guys, we needed to make some promo ships, too. Uh, I yeah. mean, Barbary Coast kind of feels like a slightly lazy set in a lot of ways, because there are a lot of super similar ships. Yeah, that's a decent point. I think the LEs especially, yeah, or at least some of them. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. a super exciting set as a whole, and it was missing, as you pointed out, some mainstays like Five Masters, Pirates, yep. and Square Rig ships. Yep, that's a good point. Yep. Well, I like the I like the schooners. Me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a very but, pretty set. Um, it just it kind of feels lackluster compared to the sets like surrounding it. Like Revolution mm-hmm. and South China Seas are just oh yeah blow you away. Yeah. So yep. yeah, they're two, those are two of the best. Well. South China Seas is one of the best sets. Yeah. Revolution, uh, there's some debate about how good that is. I mean, um, a couple of people think the Spanish got shafted, at least in terms of crew. Whereas, however, like well, Revolution didn't best... have good crew in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody got shafted in that set. Pretty much. All right, fair enough. Per crew, yeah. Although I will say the Spanish didn't get a ship larger than four masts, but it just so happened that the four ships they got... Are amazing. Or like four of their best ships ever. Yeah. Yeah. Although, uh, uh, how do you feel about it, Ben, since it introduced your least favorite thing in the game, events? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I talked about Was it. Was that about... Uh, uh, yeah. yeah <laughs> I wasn't I, here for that. Yeah. yeah, I think we even glossed over them for the most part or said they're, you know, the truth is like, just they're way too cheap for what they do, so it's unfortunate. And I, I except like, for maybe buried treasure. Yeah. Or false, false treasure, treasure yeah, whichever was, one it was, was the ten point one. Ironically, that was my first event and the only one I had for a while, so I wasn't really exposed to how crazy events are until later, which is probably good, so <laughs> anyway. Yeah, the first ones I got were Becalmed and Foul Winds. Yeah, those are but I, I yeah, want talk about them. Yeah, like they're just so unnatural. I don't like how you can you yeah. suddenly become like Mother Nature and control the weather. Like it's just ridiculous. So oh well. Yeah. Anyway. Just any event I want to have it would be the um the false treasure one i would yeah. love to do that to somebody yes yes 
Uh, any other comments on the set overall before we end this? Um, I do remember when Barbary Coast came out, I was mildly excited. Um, and then I bought a pack or two and I went, eh, and went back to buying Revolution. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I remember I was super excited. I don't know if I talked about this on the first podcast. I think I did. I remember, um, it was one of the only times I, I don't know if I knew the set was coming out for some reason or something, but I went to Target. I was like 10 probably. And, uh, I was super excited that right after we went to Target, we went to like Little Caesars for pizza and I immediately opened the pack like in there cause I couldn't, <laughs> and then I got the Algiers and the Griffin. So I was introduced oh, to dang. not only, yeah, two of the best Corsair ships, but the Corsairs in general and galleys in general. So it was, it was amazing night for me basically. And then you put the ships on the pizza and pretended to sail around yeah, and no, messed up the not, cheese. Not quite. Uh, <laughs> I think I opened. No, the I pack. Think... Pretty sure I opened the pack before I ate, though, because like I couldn't wait. You know, I was so excited. So. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I would be too. I yep. still love the smell of styrene. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes, well, the smell to... of a freshly opened pack. So nostalgic. Talk... I think we should talk yeah. about that in a, not another episode. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I'm. Yeah. I'm not sure I've got enough miscellaneous nostalgia to make another full episode, but uh, this yeah. episode I quite enjoyed. Yeah, me uh, too. Recording, even if it went three and a half hours. Yeah, apparently, yeah. Uh, somebody said that sniffing the cards could be like poison, doc, toxic, or dangerous if you do it enough. Oh, so. wonder, I've definitely done that enough. Yeah, me too. I don't. <laughs> I don't oh, smell the cards. Up. Yeah, but that's probably because I don't smell things in general. My sense of oh. smell is lacking. Oh, okay. It's kind of too odd. Bad. You should join the trend here. Join the crazy. Yeah. <laughs> start snorting. Yeah. It, the smell has starts. to either be really, really potent. Yeah. From, it has to be like really potent for me to smell it. Yeah. Or it has to be like something I've never smelled before. It's yeah. interesting. Do it. So do it. Smell it right after you open the pack then. Because that's when it's strongest. So. All the cool kids are doing it. pack in like a long time. Okay. I think the last yeah. pack I opened was when I got like a 36... Uh, a, a bunch of 36 from um, uh, for Fire and Steel mm-hmm. and that was like the last time I've opened a pack nice huh. and that was like two years ago almost yeah yeah I've mostly just done them for the YouTube videos uh, recently but anyway alright mm-hmm. so this was episode uh, number 10 of the Pirate CSG podcast we hope you enjoyed it um, and then next episode we'll talk about some different topics and then eventually South China Seas so thanks for listening we're happy to have uh, Zarek on as our first podcast guest. And uh, if you'd like to join as a guest, um, just let us know. So this is us signing off, and thanks for listening. Good night. Yay. Good night.